So everybody was back. Everybody I'm back. back. Who's back? Everybody, everybody, everybody. Ready to check. Ready to check. Okay, yeah. I'm not here. Somebody totally just belched into their microphone. Oh, you guys, that was me. I had my button on the finger still. I can't believe it. <laughs> you like Yeah, your button on the finger, not your finger on the button. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I was doing. At least it wasn't his butt on the freaking button. <laughs> Maybe it, it was. Like his it. finger in his butt. <laughs> Sounds like he had his butt in the microphone. <laughs> Maybe it was. You never know. <laughs> That's a stinky keyboard. <laughs> oh no. So I take we're ready. Ready, ready. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Ready. One, I'll go. Two, ready, go. Go. <laughs> Yo, can I mix my T-Rex with your T-Rex and make some pretty babies? I am so addicted to picking up poop, you don't even know. Whoa! Did you see the paint job on that trike? Wow. Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome, survivors, new and old, to episode 16 of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Today is July 8th, 2016. We are a CRR gaming group hosted podcast, so that means the voices may change each week, but the roundtable discussion will always be about Ark. We have many ways you can reach us and share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. And you can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedark.podbean.com. And like usual, we're going to start by introducing everybody. The cast tonight, we have Esmeralda Sky. Hello! Bo Render. Hey, what's up? Iron Badger. Hey, how's it going? Myself, Lee Harvey. And Ray's a new guy. That's me, that's me, R-A-Z-E. F-N-G. Biddy. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to get a second name to go along with City, City something. Yeah. City Smash, which leads us to Smash, the final member of our cast tonight. City Titty. <laughs> How do you, everybody? That's Itty bitty city titties. Way, though. All right, well, that's our more. intro, and I think we are ready to move on to our loot drop section. And we have a lot of new members to welcome into the CRR Gaming Group and onto our ARC servers. Like to get started with Amki, Griggle788, Rogue55X, Hacker Dude, Here For You, Asylum, Gladwin, Raisin, Big Turk1976, Yellow Sight, and Goldie. Welcome, everybody. And I'm going to hand it on over to Mr. City where he's going to share a listener email. Oh, yeah, we got a listener email. Uh, here it goes. First, I've been playing PC Edition for a couple of weeks with a couple of friends on a private server. I was just gifted a Quetzal, lucky son of a gun, from a tribe mate and flying it around to get used to the mechanics. I saw a Titan Soar on Herb Island, so I flew, flew over to take a look. I glassed a few things and noticed a 116 female Anki, which is happens to be high on my list. I only had one dial awake back at the base across the map. Taming rate is seven, so I opted for berries instead. I threw up a taming pen, boom, so it wouldn't end in the water and quetzaled it in. Out gathering berries and metal to pass the time in about 20 minutes into the tame, a level 120 male wandered by. Oh man, this guy's having the best luck. <laughs> I 
quickly rearranged the pen walls to isolate the existing tame and dropped it in too. Pumped a few more narcos in, started landing arrows on one of one with the bright white spikes. I guess that's the Yankee. I ended up Argoing a third one and airlifted her out to the bay where she fought with a megalodon. In the end, I was happy, I should say so. Overproduced narcos, arrows, and repaired my crossbow so I could capitalize on the opportunity handed to me. Keep up the great podcasts. Love listening to you all. I learn something new every episode. Man, that dude was like gifted, wasn't he? Ooh. Right. Gee, totally. His Who taming was that? is way better Nucky than mine was this week. That was from that's Survivor a- Royce. That's some good baby making right there. That'll give you some good baby Yankees. <laughs> yeah, You're talking noticed. about me. Got a 116 and 120, of course. I would assume the white spikes was the male. So that was that was a nice catch, dude. You got a female and a male for that nice mate mate boost to help keep them safe. And now we're gonna move on to our fresh from the forge, where City's gonna get us started with a tidbit of information about some yeah, mysterious things. What did I see? I can't, I'm trying to remember. I think it was on Twitter. Oh yeah, it was on Twitter, and I put the link there too. Um, they're talking about adding some mysterious creature coming along. To me, it looks like a um, vulture. Uh, they didn't go into any detail, even a name or anything. So it's it's forthcoming. It's a prelude to to uh, when it comes out, and also in uh, celebration of Shark Week. Be aware of the waters. There might be some extra hefty critters in there. I came across something on Twitter too, City. Um, it was recent. The Dodo Ducks. Dodo Ducks version 1.7 is here and it's featuring the Dodo Ducks Pro gathering efficiency, new settings, and also traps. So they're, he's uh, added a lot of goodies to that too. So just oh, wanted to nice. give everybody a heads up that the new version cool. is out. Is Smash has some uh, news for us. Oh, not not much news. I was just along the same lines as City. It just seemed like a vulture and everything. It was just really weird that it would be a vulture type since it looks so much bigger than the existing shoulder dinos. Because it's definitely it's definitely resting on that survivor's shoulder. It just seemed kind of weird to have another one on your shoulder. Yeah. I think that sounds awesome. I can't wait to fly around on my RG with another bird on my shoulder. I always prefer aerial mounts, and like I'm in love with the RGs. I, I don't even bother riding like land dinos. They're just too slow and not maneuverable enough. And I can kill anything I want to from my RG. So, so if it flies, this, I love it. What do you think it's going to do on your shoulder, though? Just like swoop down and eat dead stuff and fly back? I think it'll look at you and go, which way did it go, George? Which way did it go? <laughs> it's I think it's going to poop down the back of your neck is what I think is going yeah. to happen. <laughs> be cleaning my armor all the time, but hey. <laughs> oh my god. I think that it's going to help give you some uh, extra information uh, from what I gather. Might help you try to search through dinos easier. Oh, that would be cool if you could set it to go like hunt something down specifically and like you can follow it or whatnot. You know? I'm thinking or it'll be maybe it'll like give a you like a marker scout. on your screen. Or when you spy glass on, on like something, there's like more info. Oh, yeah, okay. you, it sends it out, and then you get more info, like the actual sex and everything like that. Oh, okay, that cool. Yeah, I'll definitely make use of that. That's cool. That, that's what I. That's what I hope. I, don't I know like that it has uses. Be, but because most that's what it'll do. Shoulder stuff just like sits on your shoulder. Right. So like, it throws nothing. Poop. Hey, the monkey can blind stuff with crap. It is true. The monkey is <laughs> yeah. very effective at blinding stuff with poop. And the dynamo just really just attacks anything that you attack. So. 
that's why I'm curious what the vulture will do differently, like you guys. And a compy just jumps off and instantly gets 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 killed <laughs> as soon as it jumps off your shoulder. Exactly. Yep. Except for like my level two hundred something compy whose health is like boosted to crazy. Oh, that's man! Nice. I hope them damn vultures will kill them, uh, <laughs> them friend little bird things, whatever they're called. The morphodons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like that thing. Kill the Mega Nura. Yeah, that's true. So, Banjo, you have some uh, Xbox news for us. Yes. So, on the 5th, we got uh, Xbox patch uh, version 3, or 738, and uh, uh, released on the 6th. Sorry, not the 5th, on the 6th. Um, it brought up to uh, equal content to version 243.9, same as PC, uh, including Redwood Biome, Titanosaur, Gas Mask, ropes, Rope Ladder. Um, I was not able to find the complete patch notes on the site, so I won't be able to tell you everything there, but if you look, it should be up sometime this week. So... That's that. Um, with the addition of some Microsoft Xbox-specific updates, including dedicated server save backups and memory saving and CPU performance increase by about 5%. Awesome. That's that. All right. Wow, I, I just noticed something really weird. That 738 is the same PIN number on my debit card. <gasps> <laughs> Thanks for letting everybody yeah. else know that. Yeah, everybody who plays Ark and listens to our podcast is now going to be able to access your bank account. Good job. Yeah. It, it, you missed we'll it. replace that with a roar or a monkey sound. Or yeah. Well, it's only a three-digit security. That's not really what it is. There's no way. <laughs> Moving on to our Ark Digest Q&A. You guys are so easy. Right. This, <laughs> this is where we will cover our question and answer session that they um, post up on survivedart.com each week with the lead designer, lead programmer, co-creative director of art, Jeremy Steiglitz, and survivors that write in with their questions. So we have Smash taking the role of the survivors and Foe is stepping in this week for the Jeremy Overlord. So you guys want to get us started? Sure thing. We've got Survivor Diener asking, with the Allosaurus on the way, two of its abilities, the Alpha Pack Leader and the Bleed Effect, are big things for it. Are we going to see both of those things added with the Allosaurus, possibly see the Alpha Pack Boost for the Direwolves, and the Bleed Effect for the Megaloceros at the same time? Indeed! Shortly after the introduction of the Allosaurus with its Alpha Pack system, the Direwolf will get a similar implementation and Bleed Effect implementation of the uh, Megaloceros will also be modified to be comparable to the Allosaurus. That seemed like a lot of stuff to me. Just said like it went over my head. All you need to like know, a yeah, sword. a lot of Allosaurus and Saurus yeah. going on. All you need to know is even the North is now less forgiving uh, for early game. Yeah, I never recommend anybody, I guess, spawning up there. But unless you want, you know, that extra excitement, definitely not for new new players. But if you've already schooled and you want to respawn, might as well try it. <laughs> I love the North, right? It'll be cool to see all those uh, abilities implemented, so looking forward to it. Yeah. So the the Megalosaurus, that's the Megalomoose, right? Yep, yep. 
Yeah, the Mega Megalosaurus. 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 There you go. I couldn't get Mega the name out. Yeah, Mega Moose is just easier. I am yeah. bad with dinosaur names. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <clears throat> it actually looks more like an elk. Just saying. Yeah. The female looks like a lamb, so I don't know. I don't know. It looks like <laughs> they all look tasty. Wow. So. Let's squirrel. I'm curious what Survivor Zadira has to say. That Survivor's asking, in a previous digest, changes to pillars and other building structures were talked about that would help the problems that we have in PvE. Is there an update for the status of these changes? On official servers, you can no longer build in what we consider resource-critical areas. Any server can, can enable this VI command line, um, well, enable well, extra well. structure prevention volumes equals true. That's the first part of, of the system. The second part is to make the time structure decay itself scale dynamically on how many allied structures are nearby, representing the concept of a base, which I'll hopefully roll out next major update if all goes well. Seems easy enough. Yeah. Because I was wondering, because, like, we already have that, like, the whole decay thing on, a, like, on unofficial if you're in part of the tribe. Is it not that way unofficial? Like, if you're part of the tribe, your stuff won't decay? No. Exactly. So that, oh. So this is, like, a middle ground? Like, if you guys are close enough to, to each other, your decay will be minimal? As if you were far away from each other? I guess. Yeah, I never fun. really noticed, but I noticed a lot of pillars unofficial and they just stay forever they just stay so from what i gather um basically instead of the timer being really short if you're closer your timer will be longer um i don't think you're still going to be able to reset um another tribe structures like we can do uh, i do hear your fan now that's just, a, sorry yeah okay i was i didn't hear it before but now i do uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that either way, if it's just like an official thing or whatever, it does kind of promote like community. So like you're not because obviously on official you probably need to stick together more. So as opposed to us where we can still work together but move across the map, you know, we don't really need to rely on each other so much unless we want to. So I thought that was kind of a I guess it promotes that. Just need pillar to stick spam together. is just annoying to me. I just think if there's nothing on the pillar. Yeah. It should have like half the health or like a quarter of the health. I think if there's nothing on it, it shouldn't be there. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, it's impossible on official servers, especially in the PC, to go on and try to build for yourself because there's pillar spam literally everywhere. Metal pillars too. Different. Sometimes yeah. they're not even metal. They're just like wood, but there's nothing you can do about it because it's PVE. Oh, the yep. PVE one, yeah. Yeah, even it's yeah. way worse than the PVE one. Because you can't knock them down. Because you can't knock them down, yeah, that's obnoxious. There yeah, has yes. to be a way they gotta get around that. Like if you're, like, yeah, if the pillars aren't part of a, a mass area or that building, like, they should just poof. You know, like, there should be some way. I would love it if they opened up, like, a report center, and if they got enough reports, they would just ban that person. Well, yeah, they've already... ridiculous. This way people know not to do that. Well, they've already uh, been doing that with people who are uh, creating in, in spawnable areas like they'll entrap people and make traps for spawn areas and they'll go in and they'll ban the entire tribe it's happened before justice right. yeah exactly survivor emmanuel 1721 asks hey can you guys make the demolish allowed structures automatically destroy themselves after one to two weeks of not being demolished because there's a lot of abandoned bases Demolishing them would take hours, 
and they just say they just stay there causing lag and blocking spawns, especially on the Xbox official servers. Our the server options is specify the length of time for auto demolish to occur after manual demolish, and yeah, I'll probably go ahead and enable that on the PvE server with a value of about two weeks from the time of manual demolish. Is that a thing right now, Badger? Like, have you noticed? Is it super hard to... How often do you play on, like, the official? On your um, I usually play a couple times a week, and it really comes down to what server you're on. Um, PvP, I haven't seen it as much, but a lot of PV PvE servers, I mean, it's to the point now where you actually have to actually look for resources because nothing spawns because there's so many structures is what's happening now on um, uh. a lot of PvE. Yeah, and you just, you can't do anything anymore almost on some PvE servers because of this problem. Yeah, part of it is you'll have guys that will literally log in like once every two weeks or once a month kind of deal whatever the time limit is, just to make sure their stuff doesn't get demolished. And they end up with these huge bases like that, and they cover the whole area, certain areas of the map, and it's like, guys, if you're not going to play, go somewhere else. Play on a dedicated, play on your own custom little server by yourself. We don't care. Just yeah. stop hogging the map for no reason. It's like a weird catch-22, though, because sometimes you do build up a big base, and then life happens, you know, and if you can't yeah. play a lot, there should be something in place where you could pop in if life is happening. You know, just pop in, refresh, pop out. This way you could handle whatever you're handling in your own life, and then come back and not have to start from, like, scratch just because something happened in your life, you know? Well, I... Yeah. I I do agree with that, but I feel like if you're popping in, you have to refresh your demolish. I think that the demolish timer should be halved for the next time. Um, that way, it prevents people from doing that. And yeah, if life happens, then life happens. But if you're just going in to basically grief the server so that you can keep a base, well, you should be punished for it. And if you're waiting that long, then yeah, your, your demolish time should be halved. Yeah, there time. should be a time limit. You're right. There should be a time. Like, if it goes on for months and months, it's like, sorry, you can't, you know, hog up the space for that long. You know? you know what I'd like to see is an ability to save your server or save all your structures to a save file and then load them up into, like, single player so you can just keep them static on a single player server, you know, or on your, oh, on your game. Yeah, and then, that you know, awesome. if you end up getting out of the game for a while, you're not cluttering everything up, your stuff can be demolished, but you've got everything saved. Ooh. And then say you go back, you have the opportunity of taking all the stuff that you previously built and just loading it into the server. Yeah, that does sound cool. I was just, I just, in the whole realm of demoing, just want an easy way to actually, an unofficial, to clean up your PvE, um, other than just waiting or walking up and having to type the same cheat code yeah. 37 times. You know, it's so stupid. And we tried that admin gun and it only works for PvP servers. There's some other mods out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into them. Like, they have yeah. a, a, a PvP bomb, which I have a feeling just, like, does massive... That'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, massive explosion. Yeah, nuclear yeah. detonations going off on the island. <laughs> <laughs> you look up and there's a mushroom cloud behind the volcano. You're like, what the hell? It does cause lag. Like, because like, uh, Fro and I were talking about that, because we do have some abandoned bases. You know, people hop games, you know, and stuff like that. And if they don't come back for, like, a month... 
I'm just like, ah, uh, I'm, I'm stuck in that bubble. Like, I'm not gonna babysit empty bases. So, if they're in our tribe, I just have to post it on our forums and kick them from the tribe, and then they can log in and refresh their timers. Because if you're in a tribe, like on our server, if you're in our tribe and any of us are logging in, your your timer's constantly being reset because you're in our tribe, you know? But, so that's why I have to remove inactives from the tribe and let and let nature take its course. Because, <laughs> you know, it's just, it gets to be too much. So, I wish that there were, there were more easier tools um, to clean up servers too, so. That's all I have. Alrighty, we have Survivor in Shuffle asking, I currently have to type in R Bloom Quality 0 and R Light Shafts 0 every time I log in to avoid being blinded by light sources reflecting off most objects in the game, especially metal. Can that option be added to the current persistent graphics settings? Um, yeah, we should have a mod maker that's willing to make that as a mod. <laughs> 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 yes, I'll, yes, I'll, I'll have that added in, in the PC's next major update. Good. I'm tired of typing that crap cool. in, too. So excited for that, because that's so annoying. Yes, I'm excited about that change, for sure. We also have Survivor Nas asking, Are there any plans to make regular and prime fish meat better taming options for creatures that we already have in the game? Meat taming sea creatures has become a challenge now that megalodons drop prime fish meat instead of prime meat. Indeed, soon I'll be making fish meat better for taming certain creatures. Has anyone run across this as a major issue? Because I don't do a lot of uh, aquatic taming right now. I just want to see fish meat work like something special. Like it's you know it's a it's a meat that's that's not there and it doesn't really do anything better than anything else. So it'd be cool to have like raw meat work one way and fish meat to work another way i think it'll it'll be a nice change can yeah, you as it stands isn't it just worse than regular meat anyway actually I mean, it yeah just, it's, it's not as good quicker and it doesn't feed them as fast or whatever yeah and you can't even cook it right so if you wanted to eat it it still stays raw you can cook it oh you can okay yeah you can cook it um i use the fish um for healing on um the dinos and i want to see some uh, fish jerky too I like the jerky. And you should be able to eat it raw. That would be cool. If you could eat that meat raw, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Sushi! Wow, that took a really bad turn. Let's move on. <laughs> Alrighty, we have a, a survivor by the name of AssassinDude27 asking, Is the industrial grinder the same thing as the mod? It's similar! <laughs> well, that's specific. <laughs> right? I was like, what does he mean by that? It's similar. Like, how is it different? You know, it either is or it's not. It's, it's similar because it has the same name. Yeah. I'm that's like, it. Hmm, that's it. So similar. Instead of, instead of pushing it off to another modder, they're just like, oh yeah, we got this idea from a modder. It's ours now. What happens is it's probably going to do everything that it does minus the things that they that the chemistry table does because the grinder did some of the stuff that the chemistry table did ah does that makes good yeah that's a good point it'll be interesting to hear more details on it for sure we also have survivor tom toyer asking we will see we will see in the future physical differences between females and male creatures not from us but who are different <laughs> character classes so a mod 
is welcome to do that. Mods, mods, mods. <laughs> How generous he's allowing those. If to... you want to see nipples on Aldinos, <laughs> that's going to be in joke, a mod, buddy. But I've seen mods that oh actually add genitalia to the dinosaurs. Oh my uh, god. Out of Let's make well, mating really awkward. But, I mean, like, in some of the dinos, they already do that. Like, with the, uh, the Mega Moose, the females don't have horns. I don't know why they don't do it for all the dinos. <laughs> I was wondering where he was going with yeah, this. I'm I mean, like, I do not. <laughs> they don't have to go so detailed, but, I mean, I don't see a problem with putting some differences, albeit the size of the animal or something. Just something that you can tell from a distance kind of deal. Well, I don't want to see any red rockets. Colorful, but I haven't really noticed no. that. No. Okay, I don't want to see no see red rockets so unless big, you're launching so them into the sky as fire. <laughs> oh dear. Dear, 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 dear. Play tech it if you want one of those. You don't want to go over and visit and have to shake somebody's dire bear off your leg. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they they um just said that the colors are the difference between the the female and male dinos. Right, that's so what one of the really loading minor. screen notes says. Yeah. The, it's like it's minor impossible. color differences, yeah. You could really notice it in the dodo. <laughs> Maybe once they start having milk and stuff, they'll add like different things. Uh, you had to say. Let's move yeah. on. Come on, this is getting bad. Yeah, I don't want to milk a dino. <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> you would if it makes a really cool recipe that does something great. Survivor Aztec asks, "Can you make it so that we can choose to craft items by multiples of ten instead of one at a time, or the maximum number we can make? It gets annoying clicking twenty times, so I can make twenty narcotics or some other item." I'd prefer, <clears throat> I'd prefer it if you only had to click twice. Yeah, I'll have shift clicking on the craft buttons put to uh, perform 10 times crafting in the next major update. And I'll have a similar modifier implemented for the Xbox, folks. Good. Lovely. Thank you for remembering us. We appreciate but it. I will have to say, this is another one of those things I'd rather see time spent doing something else. Like, this is, you know, survival game people. Like, enough with all this little min-maxing. I've got a great idea. Instead of in my opinion. For multiples of 10, shift-click it so that we can type in what we need. Even on Xbox, it's way easier to type in, you know, 45 than to click a billion times. I want, like, a wildcard member yep. to come to my house and sit at my computer while <laughs> I just hover over his shoulder as he plays the game for me. That'd be really cool. See, now you're just going too far. <laughs> now you've asked for too much. Is he giving me a foot rub of it during while he's playing? Because if so, yes, I will. I will second that. Alrighty, we have Survivor Runin again asking, "Hi, I play Ark on PC and Xbox One, and was wondering if it's possible for us to get all the sliders like the Xbox One version has for their server options in the hosting non-dedicated and single-player for the PC version." such as plant growth, speed, spoil time, all the intervals, etc. And Survivor Rubatina11 asks, Is it possible that other options such as breeding timers, egg, incub egg incubation, baby maturation, etc. will be added as sliders to the single-player startup screen? I'm playing on Mac, and I'm struggling to access the any file. In addition, could we get options like K-Flyers, Titan feeding, etc. added as checkboxes. Yes, I'll have the Xbox host options UI changes merged back onto the PC version later this summer. I want sliders. I'm tired of stupid INI files. Me too. 
A bunch I of sliders all... will be awesome. Yeah, it's like I'm playing that that freaking operator game, you know? Like, I'm afraid to, like, go in and, like, put things <laughs> in or take things out because I'm going to do something catastrophic and... It's just annoying. I want. I all snap the a picture of it with, with with my phone before I mess with it, just so I can put it back if I need to. Good it's, idea. Yeah, it's it's a pain. It really and is. All it takes is some game, ones and right? zeros to break the whole server. Well, yeah. if you're if you're act directly accessing your I and I file, you can highlight the whole thing and copy and paste it to another text page and text file and save it in a separate place. And then if your I and I changes end up screwing something up. Just take the copy you made as a backup. Yeah, copy and paste, and paste it, it right back. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That way Thank you don't have you. to worry about taking a picture with your phone. I Either like my phone. <laughs> well, with your phone, you still have to go back and type everything back in. But if you have it already saved as a backup text file, you can just copy and paste. It's much quicker. Oh, yeah, that is the much, much better option. And Badger, what were you saying? Well, I'm just getting to find out that we've had something that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Right? A rarity. Very hey, you rare. have relaxing positions in a controller that doesn't hurt your wrists. I know, Just dude. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I believe, as uh, I believe Iron said, he can put a rubber band around his controller and have it run auto run, where we don't have that <laughs> option. <laughs> yep. Wait, you don't you don't have a controller hooked up just for that reason? No. Nope. <laughs> I have an Xbox Whoops. controller hooked up to my computer, but I rarely use it to play Ark. No, nah, I use that for other games. Yeah. Alrighty, we have Rubatina Sir, uh, Rubatina 11 asks, Will the Titanosaur ever be breedable? Could this maybe be a server option for unofficial PvE servers? I think a mod is probably the best solution for that, and I've little doubt you'll see it that next week as the dev kit finally gets updated this weekend. Yeah, I was like, why? More why? mods? Like, really I'm with the Iron on this one, because... <laughs> Like, yeah, mods are great. Mods are awesome. They should be doing stuff that is outside of the box. They shouldn't be fixing problems with your freaking game. Like, and that helps nobody on the Xbox. Like, oh, we, exactly. they're going to have a mod for it. Well, how is that going to help it? Well, something that doesn't even let you do mods yet. Well, for this case, you don't want to see baby titans on, like, official servers. You know, you don't want them to mate. So I could see this being a mod. I think this is one of those few times that he that he says this. That it's like, yeah, okay, I, I can see that being a mod. Well, something kind of along those lines. Like you guys have the ability to turn the uh, giga on and off. Obviously, have the breeding ability of the titanosaur turned off on official servers. Give us the option on dedicated, non-dedicated personal servers. I That's agree. simple enough. That sounds like them Xbox One guys are a little uh, pissed off. Heated? Yeah, yeah. I can I can agree with Iron on this one because when I get over to the Xbox One, I get pretty pissed off at the pure amount of things that should be standard and aren't. Guess you yeah, can always make your own game. Words. <laughs> 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 do it. I'll do it. Hey, it's like he said before, though. I mean. Mods are a wonderful, awesome thing for different creative content. They shouldn't be fixing stuff that should be standard. So, I don't know. Seems like they could put a little more thought into things like this. Well, it'd be one thing if, if he didn't say mods all the time. You know, it's uh, it gets kind of annoying, just like, you know, it's been mentioned before. Just how many times can they say mods instead of, we'll look into that in the future or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the game isn't even finished yet. 
Or just Why say not? no. Why Sometimes not? it's okay to say no. Or that too. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just, oh, we're we're not interested in adding that at this time. Like, wow, that's a way to easily be nice to, to the question asking person, but still at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm I'm pissed. That's why I'm all I'm all messed up. But question like, asking there's, guy. There's, English your first language, good mean. Yeah. There's there's a reason like you can um. say no, and it's when you either try to take too many things on. Or when you're not interested in trying to fix something that you don't feel is broken, just say that. Don't, you know, put us on a, a different path and, you know, beat around the bush about it. Just say no. You know, no. that's a very good point. I don't think we've ever heard him say no on these Q&A. Never. He? Never. No. Uh, it, it seems to be the <laughs> reoccurring thing of agreeable, tech tier, or mods. Yeah. Yep. In that order. <laughs> I Usually, wonder if there's like yeah. a wheel that he spins like spin tech tier well you gotta admit he, <laughs> he says yes a lot I mean they accommodate players a lot oh we're all happy for that too yeah well, not saying anything about that but it is nice to be honest and be like yeah I really don't I don't that's not the direction we we planned on going with this. Maybe right. in the future or something like that. You know? And I'm sure they pick and choose what I questions they, they answer to. You know, and they just answering everybody. But yeah. there's there's a certain point where like just saying yes all the time is gonna overload your programmers and it's gonna get the community expecting things. And when you can't deliver on them, it's just gonna disappoint them. Instead of just cu coming full out right and just saying, no, we're too busy at this time. It's not high on our priority list. You know, you guys will deal. You know, other other companies that make games, Blizzard did this forever with Hearthstone when it came to extra decks. It was, we're not interested in looking into extra decks this time. You know, we'll try again sometime down the line. That's that's all you got to say to be nice, but still just get it across that yeah, we're not interested in it. If you are, ha have somebody do it for you, sort of thing. Now here's a question regarding the mods. As we get kind of tired of hearing as a mod is the option, would you just prefer it better if he phrased it different with mods in, in, instead? So it's like, it's something we might think about in the future, but if you want to use a mod or a mod maker to do it, we're more than welcome to let that happen. That way he's not saying no, he's not saying yes, he's not kicking it off to the mod maker, but he's kind of going in between. Well, he has no choice if the mod is if a modder is going to make a mod. Like, they can't really be like, well, you can't use that mod because... It's it's public use of the mod technology. So if somebody wants to make a nude mod or somebody wants to make a, a mod that they don't agree with, there's nothing they can do about it if other people want to use it. Well, they oh. could take back the dev kit and shut down mods altogether. Might be a bit extreme. All right, I guess we'll move on moving to Survivor on. Cletus. Oh, go ahead. He was just, oh, just saying, saying moving on. Ah, all right. Survivor Cletus asks, what other <laughs> forms of illnesses do you have in mind? Will dinosaurs be getting them as well? Terrible as it seems, an herbivore with rabies sounds funny. <laughs> uh, next up on the plate, we have HIV or full-blown AIDS. Whoa there. Add some syphilis so they go crazy, you know. Actually, just, just he says... Charlie Sheen disease. He says, he says rabies would cause your own creatures to randomly turn aggressive on you. And, pro and progressive leprosy are two that I'm currently considering, among others. See, am I going to start seeing arms and legs just strewn across the beach next? 
I don't know how I feel about this whole sickness stuff. I think they should make up their own sicknesses and stop using, like, real-world sicknesses. Yeah. I would like to see their own versions of sicknesses instead of giving us stuff that we can get. You know? I like the rabies. I think the rabies is a good one. I think rabies is cool. Where, like, things will be a little... They'll attack you and they'll become more, like, wild and, like, dangerous. But all these other... Things it's just too much. I think it's getting to like too much. The progressive leprosy was a little overboard. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Well, see, what's like, funny? Like, how do you jump from rabies to progressive leprosy? <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, you at some point, like, you gotta realize that most of the the creatures and things in this game are based off of real life things. Like, most of these dinosaurs existed, or you know, at least were thought to exist. So, yeah, you're gonna end up having a lot of diseases that are real. I do agree that, yes, they could design some of their own, but I don't blame them for using diseases that are already, like, out there. I do, because we also are dying and coming back to life with a chip in our arms, so that whole reality ship has sailed, in my opinion. Right. And I think that opens up the door to actually add in some creativity instead of just recycling existing diseases. You know what I mean? Like, they're, it's not so real life. Like, nothing really in this is like, oh, this reminds me of real well, life, you know? I mean, if you want real life, just play hardcore. If you don't want to respawn, go right ahead. I didn't it's say I wanted real life. I said I want them to be more creative with their diseases. That's what I said. I, like, foe, like the uh, rabies idea, because it goes along yeah. with uh, um, rogue animals it makes you curious if these uh passive ones are going to attack you or something else it, it seems like it would be interesting although it seems like players don't want to even hit like the uh shift key one at a time so i don't know how they're going to deal with like leprosy so hey leprosy and rabies is not well, they're going to want some kind of robot to fly around and like look at the leprosy for them and like, <laughs> take care of it right Ooh, we should get a dart that helps that is a serum in a dart. You can just shoot all your dinos with it first. Cures all the diseases. Dino checkup. <laughs> Alrighty, we have Survivor Clon asking, is Xbox ever getting the max structure platform multiplier option for servers? It's the one that allows for mo more structures to be built on platform saddles and rafts. Yup, I'll, I'll get that exposed to the UI. Boom. That's it. That's all he says. Booyah. Badger. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you like that? <laughs> I just, I like having options. Gives me more options. I appreciate that. I like the, I, like uh, I think this option is a fantastic option because I like making big rafts. I like making um, s um, platform saddles with like humongous things on them. I'm like totally a fan of all that stuff, so. You know, I didn't even know we could adjust that in PC. We can, and it's super cool. I'm gonna have to do that for my server. To have a flying house. Now, is flying that, Quetzal house. Can is there like a limit on the normal raft, and that's why you go to the big raft, or is yes. it easier to go? Okay. There is a limit, and it's a pretty short limit if you want to build something big on it. Right, like that metal boat of mine. I ran out before, you know, I ran out of space before I actually finished it. There's still stuff I could, I could add to it if I wanted, you know? On the barge? I was able to. You oh, okay, the, raft. the uh, regular raft with the metal foundations. Yeah, right. it's like 88 normally, so I'm guessing it can only go up to like maybe, what, 120 if you boost it to max? Well, no, if you boost it for the PC, you could set it to whatever times you want. 
because the PC doesn't have sliders. You actually put in number values. Right. You can do that with the Xbox One as well. Okay. Yeah, you can actually go over and type in what you want the times to be. Yeah, so you can put the times up to 100 times if, like, you feel like you want it to be crazy. Yeah, it's just it's a more of a matter of it being on the UI, so we can change that because currently on the Xbox, you, that's not even an option. You don't even get to see that. Yeah. Nope. Definitely bigger. a welcome addition. Yep. Bigger platform structures and raft structures a plus. Survivor Red Storm eighty six sixteen is asking: Is there any way you could add in an alpha di alpha dire bear? I ask this not for the variation in alphas, which would be nice, but for the bear skin rug that would be in inside its inventory, similar uh, to the Rex trophy inside an Alpha Rex. I plan to do an Alpha Dino Pass on various of the new creatures a little later this year, including the Dahlia Bear. Woohoo! I want to see bear rugs. I want to I... see wolf pelts. I want to see all that. <laughs> Agreed. I want to see uh, the Mega Moose's antlers. I want to see all these different options. I just want alpha versions of everything. How does that alpha herbivores work, though? Like, it just seems counterintuitive. They hit really hard. I just really want to see alpha version, versions of everything. Like I the think... alpha titanosaur? Yeah, if you yeah. see it, well, the alpha herbivores <laughs> oh could act like they have rabies. And yeah. they could just be super pissed. Yep. That's okay, a good combo. I think there should be alpha versions. And then I also want the little skull skins to drop, like... Because I'm tired of them all looking the same. I think that there should be something that for every alpha one that you kill, like it'd be that type. An RG of, skull yeah. helmet skin that would be cool. That would be badass. Yeah, super it? cool. That would think, completely be badass. I think if we do have alphas of everything, the alphas should be protecting the eggs. Like that should be their number one job is protecting the eggs in the herd. And if you get too close or pick it up, then they should instantly attack you, especially for the herbivores. I kind of like the idea that maybe rabies turns an herbivore alpha. That way it, it's Ooh. not, you know, it's just it randomly hits. This one's got rabies, suddenly it becomes an alpha, so it's a good combination. Yeah, Instead I of like it's that. just, you know, it's a progressive thing or something. I agree. That's a good idea. Or when they have the, uh, the alpha rule, they should probably just change the name of, like, that higher-end, like, hardcore one. Like, call it, like... Mega Dino or something like because the Alpha means something different than what the Alpha Dinos are in the game now. True. Right. They're not a pack leader. They're just yeah. A they're just a version. souped up version of whatever they are. So they should be like the Tim Taylor Dinos. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Spinosaur. <laughs> pissed off Megasaur. <laughs> to see him have a, a specific. Uh, roar or growl or whatever also with those alphas that kind of give a like stun that. to whatever it's doing that's a cool idea I have it once a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be nice if they start adding this stuff like that that's why i felt obligated to point it out city thank you man <laughs> <laughs> we have survivor Silvis asking can we get a button for toggling snap points on xbox i know y switches walls and doors but I'd like a button to toggle all available snap points. Yes! As I said last week... A key button cycling <laughs> between available snap points will be added to both Xbox and PC soon. In the case of PC, it will be done next major update. And shortly thereafter, the Xbox will get it too. In other words, stop freaking asking me. <laughs> We're getting it! We are getting it! I did add like, a little bit in there, but... 
<laughs> I don't understand why they feel the need to re-answer questions they've already answered. They may not have read it. Some people, if you go through the uh, the question, the Q and A, some people don't read all the Q and A, and then they'll ask the same thing over. Yeah, but why are the devs answering it again? Well, because they probably answer things that they hear a lot, so they probably pick the questions that are being asked over and over again. So they have to readdress it just to get the people to stop asking the same question, maybe. Plus, the last one was uh, more PC-focused as the question. This one's more Xbox-focused as the question, even though it's the exact same thing and answer. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point I didn't think of. I was just being a little trolly. No, that's fine. (laughs) Doing a little cut and paste. It works! We also have Survivor Cody Global asking, One of the biggest issues with building is the clipping. Is it possible to put something in an any file to disable clipping for private server? Sure, in the next major PC update, I'll add server option to disable that. Though for performance and, and trolling reasons, I wouldn't recommend it unless you trust your service players not to exploit or RRPing. Players sticking structures on the train, etc. I don't know what that means. Any other playing. playing? Um, with the no clipping, sometimes people exploit it and they'll hide structures underground because you could clip it into the ground. Oh, okay, I'm following you now. One of the biggest um, culprits of this was um, a while ago, if you didn't have any water around you, you were actually able to K and look under the ground and right below it was water. So you could actually put a pipe there and you could have water coming out of literally nowhere. I've seen a lot of people use that. Yeah, it's not a very good exploit to be used, but it works. Kind of sounds like it worked perfectly at Foe's place, where things are not what they seem. I was going to say, I mean, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you have grass <laughs> oh, water, dude. You have grass water. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, uh, I like having the pipes hidden, you know, so I can see a value to that. Being able to clip the pipes under the ground so you don't have to see... You know, this big, long, stupid-looking metal pipe sticking off the side of your yeah. cliff running down into the, the river or whatnot. Oh my god, yeah. Well, this one server that I played on with Truly, it was that Mr. Poopy Butthole. That was his name, and he would... <laughs> I swear name. to god, that was his name. And this dude would go and put just lay pipe all over that West Coast area. Um, I had a dollar. And- Oh uh, no, I was about to say oh a guy with God, a name. I'm surprised you probably ain't laying a whole lot of pipe as well. I was gonna say, I've, I've, heard, I've heard people tell me that a lot lately. Oh my God. So, like, owning that West area. Where, the, um, that, where that really awesome double uh, waterfall is, and it has that big coral bay out in front, like if you're going up the West Coast north. Um, he, we had like a really awesome base there, and Mr. Poopy Bubble would put freaking pipe all over the countryside, like for no reason. Like he was just laying pipe all over and just leaving it there, and it was totally trolling everybody. It was stupid. So yeah. Yeah. Pipe spam trolling. is just annoying. Yeah. It's up there with There's nothing spam. you can do either because they let you put it. I mean, there's no. It, it's one of those things and... that they can just lay down. Metal pipes are a pain to, like, get rid of. And if it's PvE, you just can't get rid of it. So. Right. I wish he'd make it where they would snap to the ground at a minimum. That way, yeah, even if you can't hide them below the ground, at least it wouldn't look as bad as if it was just running along the ground instead of having to dig into the ground or these yeah. weird hovering pipes. Uh, Popular official servers, they tend to get ugly looking yeah. because they just stay there floating. 
So even if there's nothing attached to them, they just hang out there, and they yep. never leave, and they just float there forever. And it gets really ugly looking after like a while of it. There's a bunch of pipes floating around, broken pipes, half pipes. Because nobody wants to, to go and take the time to fix it themselves. And it's like it's running right now. Why do I need to change it? <laughs> well, no. Some of this is just segmented pipes just floating around because there used to be something that there. It it it, it was raided, and the pipes are just there by themselves. Yeah, they float. And it gets like oh, ugly. Yeah. Seen that too. Yeah, downside. What does Lotus have for us today? Dr. Clotus69 is asking, I see the phrase, that will come with tech tier, or some variation of that all the time in the answers portion of this segment. Is there any sort of rough ETA we can get for when the tech tier will actually arrive in game? This fall, we welcome you to the future. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, ha ha, somebody actually noticed that he uses tech tier an awful lot. And they're like, well, when are we actually going to see this tech tier? <laughs> Keep talking about it. Now let's let's see your, your tech tier. There should be a, a rolling out of it, like, over time. Like, we got the chemistry table. Let's get the next piece. Come on. Chop, chop. And I have a ton of black pearls and rhino horns just sitting around. They'll be sitting for a while. Now, what were you talking about, City? I was totally lost with the sandwich cutting thing you added in. What is a sandwich cutting? Well, people who cut their sandwiches across and not diagonal, I don't know if we want to play with them. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 let you, I'll let the other old people figure that one out. <laughs> I am going to be This is out of, out, out of nowhere. I'm about to say, is the diagonal cut the old-fashioned and the yeah. half-cut the technologically advanced version? Right. Or I'm lost as well. I think you're just <laughs> reading too much into it and just let City be City and move on. <laughs> Main topic of the show. <laughs> Let's do it. In the forums, a uh, forum post that I thought was kind of interesting because it was coming from a poster named Scatula, and he said, Hello survivors, I am here to ask about what I can do as an Alpha Tribe member to facilitate population growth on our official server. I won't advertise, which, because it's against the rules. Anyways, long story short, our server is dead. My tribe, and another tribe, became Alpha after overthrowing the old Alpha. We never kill teams or kill players. We only set a few specific server rules. No blocking metal spawns, buildings on mountains. And they said, no, this is because we want everyone to have access to farming metal on mountains. We don't want to prevent players from farming mountains, just no building on them. Two, no building in caves. And three, zero tolerance for hackers. Back being Steam accounts and Chinese tribes. <laughs> That's literally Damn. it. We don't prevent people from getting gigas, quetzals, turrets, metal bases, etc. And we left 95% of the island open for metal farming. We don't mess with noobs, and we ha even have a system where we give them 120 bread ink, a level 100. He said 120 bread ink leaves. I'm guessing level 120 bread ink. Yeah. And a low level quetz with a platform saddle on credit. And then spark powder is our currency. Yeah, our server is still low pop. The other alphas that then I have spoken 
with and ha we have spoken with and want to have a noob city on the beach where we give them starter kits like canteens, mushrooms, food, metal tools, etc. Hell, there hasn't even been a raid on our server in like five months. It's like we we won't allow it. Hell, we want noobs to have fun and fight. We'd even fund both tribes to scrap, but nobody wants to build up. We're even toying with the idea to build a Roman Coliseum so noobs can fight to journeymen and drops and old generation bred dinos. There's not been an easier time to play Ark. We don't block resources, including beaver dance at all. Noobs can literally fly around on level four pterodons and get thousands of face for free, but nobody wants to build up. Every once in a while, we get some people making stone faces with a couple of plant species X, but nothing substantial. So I've been on servers where you can't even travel above 50-50 or build past stone without being wiped. We don't do any of that crap. Are we doing something wrong? Or are officials, the island, a thing of the past? I just think I just think that the uh, center is the new is the new shiny right now. That and like to be honest, if you're going on an official server with vanilla, um, you know, vanilla uh, statistics, you're not looking for an easy route. You're not looking for handouts. You're looking to try to struggle, fight, and build your way up. So when you're offering people like a bunch of free stuff, um, they feel like if they don't accept it, they're going to be behind. If they do accept it, they're not earning it themselves. So although I know the intentions are good, I don't know if that's right for an official server. I think it's the opposite, actually. I think people are getting sick of the multipliers being so low and the attempt times being so high and then you have powerful tribes just taking it away and i think that's forcing a lot of people to either switch over to other games or play unofficial more and also on top of all that the uh, center is is like the new thing right now people are on the center as of right now and soon they'll get tired some and they'll come back over and they'll check out the redwoods and this will be new again plus they're always coming oh go ahead lee i'm sorry um did they say that you're not allowed to kill other players or tame dinos no you're no. allowed to they just oh, okay. said that they don't do they that. don't do it because they're alphas and usually alphas are like known for that Okay. Yeah, they're just saying that they don't push people down. Like, they don't prevent you from being able right. to tame and things like right. that. Right, okay. I got you. Yeah, they're just trying to be friendly and have people come in and say, hey, we're here to support more than kill. Right. And, and like Fo was saying, the, the the maps that are coming out for mods, you got the you got Valhalla that's still being worked, you have the new one for Hysteria, you've got so many different maps. People are going to jump around, and it, it's going to keep things interesting. The island's not dead, but it's hard to go back to it since we've been playing it for so long. Yeah, um, my notes tonight, because I put quite a bit, because I had a lot to say about it. Um, I had said, like, honestly, as a whole, I don't know if you guys have noticed, like, just when you're scanning through just unofficials, um, I noticed that their, their player numbers are not what they were when I started playing in the fall, this past fall. Like, I've noticed that there used to be quite, like, 30, 40 people on a server, and you're lucky if you find a handful of servers that have that right now. So it does seem to be, you know, that a lot of that might be because that we're, the game is expanding to different platforms on top of that. Like, maybe somebody prefers to play on Xbox over PC. Maybe their PC couldn't handle it, and they figured they tried on console. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many different variations, but for some reason, like, I've noticed just a huge player drop on servers altogether from what I first remember back, like, last October-ish. And so, 
That that's just something that I had noticed. That's it's definitely a PC master race problem. So like on the Xbox, because of the way the unofficial servers work, is like you can play for 12 hours, come back on the next day, and your server's gone because whoever was hosting it doesn't want to host it anymore. They want to play. So on Xbox, you have a lot more people staying on official servers because it's the only way that you have a chance of even keeping your stuff. It, then you have to find it because there's no way to favor it. There's no way to do anything like that. Oh, uh, wow. Exactly. So on the Xbox version, that's not as much of an issue. But at the same time, it's like being a PC as well. Like playing on official is hard compared to playing on non-official. Like it's just so tedious and so grindy that it's not worth it. On the Xbox, it's different because, yeah, it's kind of your only way. But on the PC, where you have so many good unofficial servers, a lot of people don't want to stay on official ones anymore. Well, I'm saying, like, even on unofficial, when I look through the menu, there's there's not packed unofficials like there used to be. That's one of my points that I was saying. Like, have you guys noticed that? Like, have you... When you guys were picking out the PvP one, you know, <laughs> the other the couple weekends ago, Fo, didn't you notice, like, there really wasn't a whole huge selection like there maybe used to have been? Well, I just think that's because <clears throat> everybody's doing that, that, uh, the Ananake mod, and we weren't looking for that. Oh, I mean, I, I looked, I was even looking for that that night, because I couldn't get on the server that you guys are on. I was just looking for a PvP one that had people on to kill, and I only found oh. one, and that was a Saturday night, you know, so... That's just been my own observation. Um, and also, the taming and gathering XP, back to what Foe would, we've all said, I do feel that that plays a huge factor for people who have that busy life, those busy lives. If they want to hop in and play on um, solo player, they're not, their first choice isn't going to go, oh, I'm going to go to official. <laughs> it's probably, I'm going to go play single player. You know, like, so if they already plan on playing solo, they don't really need to hop on an unofficial or an official and they can do their settings the way they want and not have to have any drama. So I imagine that's very appealing and we really don't see those numbers. So It's not as appealing as you might think because it gets way lonely when there's nobody to talk to. I know, but if you're going with the intent not to have to talk to anybody, it is appealing. That was my that's point. That's true. So secondly, um, I said the, the advertising. I, had po I, I was like, that's huge. If you want anything to grow or get the word out on anything, that's big. So I guess I didn't realize that they couldn't advertise. Is, is that a thing? Like you can't advertise if you're on an official or you yeah. can't advertise that? Why is that? That's so stupid. Because then you're, the entire forums would be full of people trying to recruit people. And there wouldn't like, be any actual like, talk. Hmm. Yeah, from what I understand, yeah. I'm not big on the official forums. For the most part, I use Reddit. Um, there's quite a few good reddit spots where you can uh, recruit people that are looking for tribes and servers um, I wouldn't recommend it on official because a lot of them are very stiff on their rules they don't want their entire thing flooded with those types of things there's a lot of official forums that if you even have like a hacker or a complaint that they'll just delete it right away Wow. I yeah. see people um, advertise their uh, servers on steam sometimes like when I'm looking at files, like a lot of mods, especially. I mean, it's unofficial, so I guess it's apples yeah. and oranges here. But I see people like um, when I'm looking at mods or something. A lot of times they'll post a quick advertisement of their server with their settings and 
You see, that's that's kind of interesting because I've on some of the podcasts I listen to, that I have some people they actually play on Arc and they play on official and they actually, I guess, advertise it by saying which one they're playing on. But that's the extent of what they're doing. So they are technically advertising it by saying, "Hey, we're on this one and this is what we're doing," and then move on. So it's kind of yeah. weird they haven't been flagged for that. Well, so like. It's, it's an official forum rule only. Like, you can't post on the official forums on survivethearc.com. That's the only thing about it. Like, if you're on a podcast or you're on a, uh, you know, third party, whatever, they don't care. You know, it's not on their forums. Well, in that case, this this uh, this server needs to get on anything that's not official then, and they're good to go. That'll help out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, my also my other point was I agreed if you read if you read the article I do have it linked to the show notes. Um, one of the points that they also made up was when Wildcard had announced that they were no longer going to be wiping the official servers. They really felt like that had an impact on people actually wanting to play on a lot of official servers because and I would feel that way because the way I look at it when you are playing an early access or an alpha or a beta game I kind of always have gone into it knowing that what I build up is not going to exist because it's part of the process so like um, even with like World Warcraft like you have your character on an alpha or beta you don't get to keep that like and they constantly wipe them over a period of time when they do different changes or or upgrade or different patching on the it's just to me it's just part of the the process so i do think that that would play a big part because who would want to start a new game and when they finally go oh ta-da! even though it's out and everybody's playing it like i do think that there should be a line of demarcation there where the, the old and the old stops and then everybody starts on the same page because it's it's just it's nobody's gonna want to go and play on something where people have been built up for over a year i guess in my opinion that's well i kind of have a counter to that just it's it goes back to minecraft in the sense where people set up these specific servers where hey we're we're building a city and it's more rp obviously but it's like we built this up and we've been building it for half a year please come to this location this is what you're you're enjoying versus you know we're just building up over time and we've become the alpha so i can see in those situations where people would want to go there but as far as fighting against alphas that is harder to see right (laughs) that's what i'm looking because it is a pvp server there already is established you know what i mean like i guess that would be compared side to side with other options it wouldn't probably be the most appealing that's but like if if that's what you want to do if you want to build up and do that sort of thing why don't you just do it on an unofficial server like you you shouldn't be using official servers as like your private server build thing like the official servers should be used for you know official gameplay and you shouldn't be taking up an official server slot and being all pissed when they decide to wipe the official servers when the game releases to put everybody on an even plane. I just think that it's part of the process. When a game is in early access, I think that they should have a right to wipe a server to start everybody fresh. Because you are making that, like, it's like a ribbon-cutting ceremony, more or less. That's how I would look at it. It makes sense to me that once they finalize the game, they just wipe everything. Yep, that's exactly how, yeah, that's why I I think, and I honestly think by them saying it so far ahead of when the game is actually supposed to be finalized, I think it was just, I think it shot a lot of these these servers in the foot, 
I think that they probably shouldn't have said anything at this moment because a year is a long time away or even seven months. A lot can happen in that period of time. I think they jumped the yeah. gun even releasing that information, in my opinion. That's a big head start, though. Well, I'm also, I was also curious, because they um, did it in such an advanced thing, with so many things still coming out, how uh, aren't these alpha tribes going to expand even further than they already are because of all the new stuff coming? Not necessarily replace what they have, but oh, actually right. expand bigger. Here's the tech tier. Well, <laughs> we're going to build a tech tier tower over there. We're going to leave the existing base here. Oh, no no new spaces for new people. Oh, well. Yep. And I have about, like, um, trust issues I think are big on PvP. If I was new and I landed on this server and they kept just like, here's a quest, here's a this, here's a that, I'd be like, you're just fatting me up to slaughter me. Like, you're, <laughs> exactly, you're just yeah. keeping me around to make me feel comfy and cozy so when you, when you want a little bit of action, I'm dead. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, as much as they think that they're, they're, um, helping, I think that it would make me feel like, okay, I'm gonna go over here now, you know, because he's just like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Me out. yeah, exactly. Because I said, I think we all have been bamboozled. Hey, come over here, come over here, and then all of a sudden, stab, stab. Or like Iron yeah. said, he used to do that. You know? Sneaky <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been fortunate from the beginning, I've played with you guys, and I've never been stabbed in the back. Yeah, same. I've never played, like, I've never been in a random drive ever. Yep, so that's the that's the other thing. Like maybe they are kind of creeping people out. Like, come here. Maybe they're so, they seem so desperate. <laughs> it's, it's the white panel van and yeah. the guy offering you candy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can Here's some spark from... powder. Would you like to come with us? <laughs> I can tell you from experience playing things like Rust, Her World, those sorts of things. That is huge on a lot of other survival games. Oh, it's like I will people... not play Rust because of that. Yeah, people will be all buddy buddy and help you build your base just so that they know the layout of it so that when you yeah. have enough stuff to be worth they'll just be like all right so this is where we breach the base and this and that and it's just like it's a nightmare like there's nobody you can trust on most survival games and it sucks but it's just the way that this genre is is that you're gonna have trust issues that's the point of survival in pvp is that you have to survive and it's cutthroat my other no. point oh sorry go ahead Nope. I was gonna say yeah, totally. And you can't trust people, but part of the thing with loss of people over time, and not to speak ill of the dead and dying, but games like World War Z, where you just like you're saying earlier about releasing info and this and that. No, we're gonna be another year out, maybe or something. You're not doing the game any favors long term doing that. I mean, World War Z is almost dead now, as far as I know, because they kept extending stuff out, and they always were open about it i'm not saying hey don't tell people that hey something's come up but like don't don't start people don't start giving people no hope of an end game so one last point before you start talking about i'm gonna let you have the floor in a second but um as a developer i think they still have the right to be like we made a mistake by saying we're not we're never gonna wipe it we're gonna wipe it when it's time to release so everybody's on an even playing field. I feel like that, that is something that they should do and they have the right to do, especially on their own official servers. If they're gonna do that, they need to do it uh, not like a couple, a month before. They need to come to that realization sooner rather than later. I agree, yeah. but you can't give people too much time because if you give people too much time, they're not gonna have any motivation to keep testing your game and keep building up so that you can figure out the bugs now 
and so you can't you can't give them too much notice you can't be like oh well in five months when the game comes out you know we're gonna be wiping everything because then people are just gonna be like oh well why would i play this survival game when i know everything's gonna get wiped so i'm just gonna go play this or that or it's not that important blah 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 blah, blah. whereas if you give them a month or two weeks or whatever yeah people will get pissed but people are gonna get pissed no matter what you gotta do what's good for your game not what keeps the entire fan base happy because you can't keep the entire fan base happy end of rant you can go as me which is yeah. why i said that they shouldn't have said anything at all i didn't think that they should have said a damn thing about yay or nay i think they should have said nothing because i think by saying one thing or the other i think it's too much i think they jumped the gun honestly i don't think they should have said no or yes i think they should have just kept dancing around it as long as i could because they really didn't have a release date they don't you know what i mean like they've already pushed it back things are still coming i think as a company they probably jumped the gun for themselves and then i think they jumped the gun because either way i mean it is gonna either way yes or no it, you're gonna get some sort of a reaction out of it i just that's why i said i think they probably should have the best thing would have been not saying anything solid that's I how agree, i agree but they shouldn't have like it very footed around it they should have just been like we'll see what we'll see when we yeah get that's what i'm saying they don't say anything at all you know <laughs> they don't have to say anything if they don't yeah. you know but um yeah. also i said that i think that the original poster actually seems like they would be an amazing server admin of their own server that they seem to be very passionate about what they are doing what kind of a community they want and helping to build and all this cool stuff so I would love to see them actually leave this official server if it gets too empty and start up a server of their own and then make their own world. That's that's I what agree. I think they should do. Sounds yeah. good. They come play with us. Sure. <laughs> oh, if they have the chops, if they, they have, come to my it. PvP server. Yeah, the chops. Add a server to our, our resume. In a city, you have a note too that you had yeah. it on. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, you sarcastic okay. man, you. He's insightful and succinct. It's all good. Yes, I think City's twin said, It's just the same old trap of alphas. Come, I'll help, and then they take all your shit and kill you. No fooling me. Ha! I think that's exactly what City said, but he didn't. Oh, I forgot I wrote that. Yeah, I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, it may be City's thoughts, but it comes from the mouth of Slobbert, Slobbert's <laughs> <Yes>. cousin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good you caught on, didn't you? I need that wood. I guess I'm punching some trees. Yeah, so um, my punching trees tip is, although thatch buildings are not good for uh, protecting yourself, they are good when it comes to planning out your base early on. If you use the thatch building to pre-plan and pre-place where you're going to go, it's going to make it so much easier when you get to wood and when you get to stone because you're already going to have the layout down and all you have to do is replace those pieces with better pieces. It also helps level you up very quickly. Um, you know, people talk about making hats, you know, hats and hats and hats and um, my opinion is that that's kind of a waste of time when you could be pre-planning your base on top of leveling almost as quickly. It just kills two birds with one stone in my opinion. It's also good, even when you get, like, you're talking about the pre-planning, even in experimenting, it's really good, especially if you're going, hey, this is where my metal base is going to be, I want to see if I can build it in metal, and this this design 
you still do it with thatch, no matter what you have as foundation pieces, unless you're 100% sure. So that's very good building material. And Mr. Lee, you have a tip? Um, I'm sure it's been said before on the podcast, but I thought it was worth repeating. When you're starting off, only spend Ingram points on the, the necessities. Save as many as you can for a later game. That way you can start building. I'd say save it until about the metal, until you can make the metal tools, and then you can start branching out and specializing. But as the game stands vanilla, there aren't enough Ingram points by the time you reach 96, level 96, to take all of the Ingrams. You're going to have to be choosy and you're going to have to specialize until you can make yourself a mind wipe tonic at some point. And then you can start shifting your Ingram points around depending on what you're trying to do, you know, for that day or week or whatever your mood suits you. Um, and then if you start adding on mods, especially, it seems like the mods that add a lot more uh, objects to the game tend to cause you to spend more Ingrams so that you can create those things. And then you're really going to be, you know, stretching the Ingram points that you get and trying to figure out where you really need things. So save, save Ingrams early. That's, that's my punching tree step. Right on. Going to move on to Alpha Tips, where we will have uh, tips for more experienced players. So Mr. Rays is also going to get us started in that section. I know, it's me talking a lot tonight. Um, so just two quick ones. Um, one is preventing burnout. Um... I do this often. Um, I'll play a game to the point where I hate it. Um, and <clears throat> I used to do that a lot more when I was younger. The way I prevent burnout now is if something happens that pisses me off, that makes me just feel like I wasted time and that I'm upset about it, there's no reason to keep pushing yourself to play. Um, if your dinos died, you've died, you have no hope of getting your stuff back, just take a break. Like, it's, it's not that, that big of a deal. You know, if the people you're playing with get pissed off, whatever. Like, you enjoying the game is worth more than keeping everybody around you happy or getting stuff done right away. Um, the other point I want to make real quick is um, how Torpor works with damage. Um, torpor is used for knocking out dinos. Um, the better weapons you have with Torpor, so if you have a better rifle, if you have a better crossbow, um, if it does more damage, it does more torpor. Um, I believe the same thing works with headshots. Um, if you hit a headshot, it will do more torpor right away. Um, it will not do more torpor over time. Um, so don't worry too, too much about hitting headshots and um, having a high damage weapon because at the end of the day, it's just going to cause you to use less resources because of less shots. I can, I can say, too, um, when you're worried about headshots, only about a third of the dinos in-game actually are affected. They actually get a bonus from hitting them in the head. I think it's about a third, isn't it? Or is it up to about a half now? It's it's probably about a third, and not all of them are the head. Um, yeah. There are some other spots um, on some dinos that are not quite the head. But your best your best point is to look on Dodo, on, uh, Dodo decks. Yeah, It'll tell you if they have one, um, and then if it doesn't tell you where, you can just Google it real quick. Um, but I'm pretty sure that most of the dinos are the head. But there, are, I know there are a few that aren't. So, a good way to see is like on the turtle. If you hit it in the rear or the tail, you'll see it's a weak spot. So it's usually those weak spots that are the ones that should uh, affect it mostly. Makes sense. Uh oh. All right, Lee. You have our next alpha tip. 
Yeah, I was just thinking, use the terrain to your advantage when you're building a base or you're taming or fighting dinos or just whenever you're doing anything. Use the terrain to your advantage. Uh, you can use cliffs or bodies of water or ledges, other terrain features to supply defense. And that's not just for when you're building. I mean, you can, while you're fighting too, you can get into small spaces that dinos can't get to. You know, make sure that... Uh, just make sure that they can't get in there first, or you'll be a, a quick lunch for some hungry dino. Right. And, and if you're low level and you're trying to level up your character and you want to get a lot of XP from killing something, a lot of dinos, you can jump on their back. Like, I can remember a few times climbing up on a rock and waiting for a trike that was high level to walk, bu- walk below me, and I just jump on its back and spear it to death. So, use your environment. You know, try and think outside the box, because all the maps have really awesome terrain and if you're creative about it you can think of ways to use it to your advantage alternatively um just to add on to that point your your ranged weapons do triple damage to flyers um so i found that if you are in a very rocky very tight area shooting an argentavis and then ducking usually means that they're gonna have to circle back around exactly Um, so that's a very easy way for you to get some cheap a good experience early. Exactly. Yeah. So, are we ready to move on to Pit My Hut? I suppose so. All right. I've got Lee. something here. <laughs> yeah, you do. It says, uh, at the start, build yourself a small, secure hut to live in if you're planning on building multiple big structures to make your crafting stations and storage separate. You know, like if you're building a village ish looking you know uh, base then when you get to a point where you've built you know yourself a more permanent house and use your little uh your hut as a guest house you can upgrade it and stuff like that you know so tribe mates who may live across the map or who just need to log out real quick they can log out and be in a secure spot you know they know nothing's going to happen to their body or their dinos and uh everyone's got a different style so I think those people who like to build one large building and keep everything condensed so they don't have to run all over the place won't make a whole lot of use of this tip but uh, you know BE and EVP have different situations to take into account so you're more likely to build a spread out base on PVE EVP not so much so yeah this tip probably won't be terribly useful for that situation but I like the idea of going uh Hey, honey, I'm going to go sleep at Lee's house tonight. See you, bye. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The kids are annoying me. I'm going to the bar. Oh, wait. Never mind. I'll just go over to that guy's place. (laughs) So how about you, Smash? You have our second Pimp My Hut tip. I had uh, mentioned on a previous podcast a YouTuber by the name of X1WingX and uh, his raft building as well as Quetzal building stuff. turned out to be pretty useful. Well, he had put out another uh, useful video I found where it's actually uh, armoring up your plant species X, which is very useful in PvP and can even be helpful in PvE against any wild dinos that can take enough damage to get close enough to chomp on them. And it's pretty simple, and he's got two different methods, one where it's on the ground and another one where it's actually uh, raised up on a pillar. And both ways, it's actually encompassed with stone, uh, stone railings and then you're using a hatch cover to keep it from uh, being hit from above so it's actually protected and you just drop or uh, pop open the hatch and you can actually fill it up with uh, the seeds and the fertilizer it's really cool when you get a, a large row of uh, armored plants going it's really hard to kill them easily 
moving on to Mod Spotlight. This is where we will share a couple mods that we want to talk about. So City, you are first up. I, I am. I, I'm liking the new uh, glass and metal mod that we have that gives a, a bit of class to the stone and metal combination. And they have so many different variations of walls and ceilings. You can have metal going in different places through the glass. And as far as I can tell, it's pretty durable stuff. I haven't uh, really had anything destroyed on me yet. So if anybody's got any other experience with it, they'd like to uh, let everybody know about it. I, I'm sure liking it for sure. And that's it. So from what I understand, it's as tough as metal, but actually yeah. glass. Yeah. Sweet. Hence, it's awesome. Metal glass. Make it official. That's gorgeous. <laughs> Tint it. You can do all kinds of stuff. It just gives you more versatility. There's one Two way. way. Yeah. I'm yeah. one of the rare people who's not terribly into the look of it, but I I like the utility of it. The fact that it's glass and it's that strong, you know. Um, and I know a lot of other people do, so I included it on my server mostly just so other people can play with it. Same. I like the stone because I'm used to being an orc in World of Warcraft. Yeah. I love the ramps too because at the Mad Hatter base I could not keep. And I don't like the metal ramps, I think. I mean, because everything looks like rusty metal, and I like the... I mean, it's better than the wood, but every dinosaur kept eating my wooden ramps. I'd always go log in and I'd have a ramp eight, half of an eight. Um, it's all that dark wood color. So I was going to put metal up there, but then we got this metal. When we put this mod on, it, it just looks awesome. Plus, I can tell when stupid dinosaurs are caught under there trying to attack me. I could just see through my ramp now and see what's stuck under there. So Plus, it cut, cuts like down it. on the glare. You yes. don't, you're not blinded every time you try to use your freaking yeah. ramp. Yep. yep. Stairs are cool, too. They have oh, cool yeah. stairs. That's true. It's a I good mod. I mean, I it, using, I, oh sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm all fired up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, roll with that. it, as me roll with it. Own it. <laughs> go ahead. I was just saying that's a good looking mod. I I really think it's well made. It's got all the good features you want, and, and while, while it doesn't appeal to me personally for my building style, I totally understand why so many people like it. And what you've done with your Mad Hatter base, you know, it looks like it looks like a futuristic. Frank Lloyd Wright style type uh, structure. I think it looks like Hogwarts, but that's me. And for PvP, you could do some really cool honeycomb type layering, and it's obnoxious because if, like, when they're layered, you can't see the layers. So, like, you're walking into nothing, but you're walking into a metal wall. It's funny. And it's I don't know. You can make it that transparent. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty um, see-through when you're like right up on it. It's like super clear. And boats, too. It's uh, really awesome for boats. I'm in love with the thing with boats. Um, it's so cool to be able to see everything around you instead of feeling like you're floating around in a little box, a little shoebox. You can put the glass walls up there, and it's just so cool. I, I love it. The whole thing is awesome. Yeah, that's what the uh, uh, goon did with his barge because that's so, such a huge thing. He put glass in front of the driver's seat so he could see really clearly. I just wish, like, you could build the underwater, like, container so you can see and pump the damn water out of it. Yeah. I just, that's all. It's Tech tier, it's coming. Yeah. 
Oh my god, it. Christ. I'm gonna shoot you. Actually, it really is coming, though. They are gonna come out with a uh, waterproof building structure. But does that help when there's That's already nuts. water in the structure when you begin building it? <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a way to, like, filter it yeah. out. And yeah, it'll right. be just like being in, like, an empty building. Yeah, what you do is you power up a generator that uh, actually, like, sucks all the water out of the underwater building. But the generator has to be on at all times from what I was reading, otherwise it will uh, refill up with water. Wait. I was just thinking to get one of my ex-girlfriends to do it. She sucked the soul out of me. She might as well be able to <laughs> suck the water out of the damn building. Ow. <laughs> See, I, I thought they were going to make it uh, waterproof, so you wouldn't oh, have to deal with that right. constant uh, removal. Anybody ever seen the movie Sphere? Yep. No. Negatory. Underwater yeah. habitats always go wrong. Yeah, I seen it a long time ago. I remember that movie. Oh, it wasn't that wait, great of a movie. It was alright. Yeah. Yeah. If I did, it's like it wasn't Jurassic memorable. Park. No. But it is a Michael Crichton book. Yeah. You know what's not a Michael Crichton book? The mod I'm gonna tell you about right now. It is the APS Mailbox mod from the creators of the ORP Dino Racing Evolved and Primitive Plus Official. So they said that's actually coming to Primitive Plus Official and it's clean and stackable and you, it allows you to send mail to other members of your ARC even when they're offline and also when they're not even in your tribe. So it's really cool. And you can send mail and change your address through the menu. So it'll give you some generic address once you place your mailbox and then you get to name where you want, whatever your address you want it to be. So Love it. It is so cool, isn't it? Um, it is uh, engrams, uh, level 20, uh, takes only three engram points. There's no pre-rack for it. The crafting cost, it's only five ingots and 20 wood. Super easy. Ooh. You get two XP from, you know, crafting that heavy duty mailbox. And they do, the future plans for this mod is they will, and they do, plan on adding item shipping. And that's something that a lot of us were wondering if we had that capability because we were trying, so we can't, but they're going to make it happen. And then um, stamps and shipping costs based off from the distance and delivery time. <laughs> cool. De yeah. Delivery timetables based off from in-game time, or you, know, you can disable that with the I&I. &I. And then cross-server mail support, maybe. So, Weird. what? I know, right? Awesome. That sounds like the uh, WoW in-game mail. I know, it does, doesn't it? Like, the only yeah. problem I have with that is if you have one modded server where the um, gathering efficiency is way up and one where it's way down, that can be abused so hard. Yeah, oh, yeah. Server. I imagine, ah. I wonder if they would have to turn it on and off if that would be tied in with, like, the downloads. You know, like, if you have the... the data downloads turned off at the obs, the obs. Right. I'm wondering if they could tie it in that way. Yeah, that's probably I a good idea. Possibly, yeah. I see a bunch of uh, fast travel beds having mailboxes <laughs> right by them. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've this is a freaking awesome mod, mailboxes. I've loved doing in-game mail since I first started doing in-game mail with a buddy of mine on uh, uh, Minecraft. And that's when I'm like, oh, this is fun. But like an actual mod where you can send mail to each other, that is incredible. Making an address was just fun and cool. I Absolutely. want yeah. I want a Quetzal 
to be have a little male hat and deliver the packages. <laughs> oh, that'd awesome. be cool. <laughs> Eric Quetz coming in with your postal. <laughs> yes, exactly. So maybe that's something you can tame because we're moving into the taming pen. Where you? Look, mommy, it's a stagosaurus. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Okay, honey, let's go get it for you. Kinda are talking about Quetzes, so Mr. Ray's get us started. I am. It was a great segue. Um, so this is for single player mostly. Um, so when you're solo, and if you're in single player, some people don't like to, but it's okay to cheat on your first Quetz. The problem being is that with Quetzes, it's nearly impossible to tame a Quetz on your own. It ta- will take forever to do. Um, you're better off going, um, freezing time. Um, and spawning in a quetz and taming it real quick, and then going out and legitimately getting one. The alternative option on an official server, or if you don't want to do that, is to go make a base in the mountains where you know the quetzes are going to be, and make a chain bola. And you won't be able to do this until way later game, but to be honest, you're not going to need a quetz until way later game, because you can't make saddles. Um, but you can chain bola them down, um, shoot them with a bunch of darts, get back and shoot the shoot them with the chain bullet before it breaks. So do you guys have any feedback on that or anything to add to it? Mm, I think, yeah, I mean, you can solo tame one, like he said, but it's so difficult. Yeah, it's, that it's annoying. If, yeah, if you want to just cheat and give yourself one, I don't think anybody would be like, oh, you bastard. No, well, I mean, if you're playing single player, you're, nobody's right. gonna care. Right. Uh, That's yeah. a dino you're supposed to like hook up with a couple of people and go and hunt it in a pack. Yeah, a minimum of two if you're on multi-server or multiplayer, because alone that's just a pain. Take an Audrey, carry someone as they shoot it. It's the easiest way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to solo team when you have a quetz and you can eat off it shoot from the top of the quets and then get back on. That's what I do on our server now when I solo tame them. Way easier once you have a quets, but with an RG or a Pteranodon, you can't stay on them and get off. Like, you can't with a grappling hook, you can. Yeah. yeah. Grappling hook, you can hang off them. It's well, so hard. I tried the whole, you know, carrying a, um, a scorpion with my RG and stinging one down, and it took forever. It was level 120. Yeah. And it, it ended up not even being the scorpion that brought it down anyway. It got caught in some trees, and I was able to knock it out with some trank darts. problem with uh, the scorpion is it does way more damage than just Torpor compared to everything else. Right, I killed the first one I tried, and then the Same. second one I was, you know, trying to be more careful. But, like I said, it, it's so difficult to tame one by yourself. Plus, to go off what Ray's is saying about if you already have a quits, even um, building the trap that they have right now, works just as well doing solo on the quets. So there are many methods with the quets, but without it, oi. You're up, you're up shit creek without a paddle, honestly. If you're trying to get a quets on your own, you don't already have one. Yeah, it's nearly impossible. I mean, you can do it. I've done it. But it takes forever. You're talking hours and hours, even on boosted servers. Oh, yeah. It, that's exactly what I was doing. I mean, it, I was totally boosted out server. It took forever to pull it off. All right, foe, what do you have for us about Brontos? They're big. They're gentle <laughs> giants. All you got to do, really, is um, a lot of people, they um, look at them, and they don't want to tame them because they, they, um, they think it's too big, it's, it's um, too hard. 
but they're not that bad. If you just hop up on like a hillside and you shoot over one, um, you could take them down. They are large targets, so like hitting them is, isn't a big deal. And the only thing is, you just need time. It just takes time. They're not that bad. Yeah, I tamed one last week, uh, and yeah, knocking it out was no problem. It's just waiting for the dang thing to aim. And uh, their topor is so high, and it actually drains so slow. It's like you could walk away from it, and you, and um, you could come back later. It's perfectly fine. That's what I ended up doing. I was just flying around doing other stuff, waiting for that thing. I'd come back and check on it. I mean, I set up some spike walls or something around it to protect it and just exactly, yep. business and come back later. All right, we're going to move on to Enraged. Okay, just got to do this one thing and I'll be done. What do you mean I can't do it? It's not letting me do it. I just want to do this one thing. Man, this stuff stresses me out. So, I had a gig experience that costed way more than it should have. So, on our server, gigas are turned off, which is fine. You know, our admins, Esmefo, all of them are really cool with, you know, spawning a gig in a random spot and letting you go find entertainment, which is perfectly fine. The problem being is you can't really solo tame a giga, and I wasn't aware of this because they lose torpor too fast, and when you hit them, especially, like, I was on top of the quets, when they lose aggro, their torpor drops, like, almost instantly. You cannot... I put, like, 1,500 darts into this damn thing. It cost me two Quetzals. One of them was level 208. 1,500 darts. I can't even tell you how much time I spent farming this, these damn things just to take this thing down. I, by the end of it, I ended up having to ask for help, which I'm not a big help person. I like to do things on my own. And even still, when we finally got the damn thing down, it fell in the water. And drowned. No! Damn. I was so no. furious. <laughs> I was ready to punch my monitor and oh my rip God. out my hard drive. I was so angry. But I cannot tell you the pit of loss that I felt when I'm trying to lure it out of the water. I hit it one time with my worst rifle and it freaking knocks out. The, as soon as I saw the animation, I just just like it's time to uninstall this game. It's not for me. I'm done. He's hit the burnout meter. Yeah, that that went from I'm having fun to f this game. I'm done. Screw this game. I want my money back. If anybody says the name of this game, I'm going to kill them. Granted, for some reason, it kept on just beelining towards the water for no reason. That is Absolutely really it didn't not. even matter if it was in the center of the freaking island. It just kept on going towards the water. It was like a <laughs> weird thing. It was super weird. I'm curious, because uh, Quetzals do that too. Where if you attack a Quetzal, it's it's designed to go towards water. I wonder if they in did that with the Gigas too. No, I know. No, no. but what they do did do to Gigas though, they did make it harder to solo team because you used to be able to solo team them. It wasn't that bad, but they raised the uh, the the topor, so they gained yeah. it a lot faster. So you need multiple people shooting at it. They really made it harder to solo team. Yeah, it's a like Giga. impossible. 
Like, it, it's literally impossible. I Like I said, I put 1,500 darts in this damn thing in one sitting, and it was not going down. And I was just like, oh, I, can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe this thing's still up. And then I asked Esme, I'm like, hey, how fast do these things lose torpor in me? She was like, really fast. Oh, yeah, dude, like, ridiculously fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've heard enough people complain about it. And... Yeah, I got, I got eaten. It took it took the time for me to jump off my quets and run up to it like fifteen feet for that thing to t- wake up, turn around, and eat me. So, oh yeah, I couldn't even super get it down in the first place. Like that was the biggest problem. We had three it's of like, us shooting it, and it finally went down. It took a long time, but it, it went down. It was like forty-five minutes of three of us shooting at it. One with an ascendant rifle, one with a journeyman rifle, one with a regular rifle, and it just was not going down. We probably huh. pumped like five hundred shots into this thing between the three of us, easy. Yeah, I didn't have that much trouble bringing it down. I had an Ascendant long rifle that I was using, and it didn't take, I don't know, I don't think it took 20 darts, and I brought it down. It just yeah, woke up so fast. Yeah, but what level was it? Huh? It was level 8. Well, when yeah. did, and Ours also, when did you do it? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and when did you do it? I don't know, about three weeks ago. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah, there was a time where difference. they, yeah, and also, they, they really did mess with the Topor. It's a lot harder to solo tame. So, my, you know, but the combination of like an ascendant rifle and and the low level probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I just I want to see that that change. I want to make it so that like if you're in combat with the Giga, it shouldn't lose torpor that fast. You should have a good solid ten to fifteen seconds when it loses interest to hit it before it starts dropping its torpor like instantly, like it was. It, there was nothing you can do about it when it starts losing interest out on you. No, I think Gigas should be hard to tame. I think they should be something that you need to hook up with them, people. I think there should be things that are just not soloable. Yeah. I don't think you should be able to solo everything. You know, these are big Ooh. dinos. Those are super big. Like, there should be stuff that you need to, like, hook up with people to, like, and, like, work as a team. Yeah. So. I agree. I think it's that. I think that's necessary so that you don't have people just eating up all the content super fast and then going more, 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 more. When am I getting more? You know, it's because when you got things too easily and you keep checking off all of your boxes, it you run out of stuff to do. Like it's nice to have a goal and it's nice to hit your head against the wall. It humbles you and makes you work harder. Yeah, I agree. The only one thing I'll say about that is. um... No, I totally lost my train of thought. Good. So we're going to move on. To- <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped in the middle of my thinking. We're going to move on to Badger. What has enraged you this week? Alrighty. So our new update, patch 738. Absolutely awesome. Redwoods, the Redwood platforms. Just, oh, it was awesome. Until... I logged off and logged back on a little bit later. And I realized, hey, there's a little problem. It boots me out of the game whenever I die. I'm like, eh, okay, that's a little frustrating. I tried doing my general fixes, reset my my on-console save and re-download from the cloud. That didn't do anything. Turns out that for the last two patches, there's been a major problem on the Xbox with... The saves and it causes continual crashes on personal servers and i'm pretty sure this is what was going on with the dedicated servers that people were having trouble with for so long so there's several big bugs i didn't encounter all of them i guess there was some spawn problems i know uh one of the other guys in the group 
was having a hundred like hundreds of fish spawn on top of each other on top of each other in towers. So just weird stuff is going on. We're grateful for the new stuff, but please fix the problems. It just doesn't help the game any when you let stuff like that get through. End of rage. Alright. That would you didn't sound very ragey. You didn't No, yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated. I've I've let I've let most of the rage go yesterday, but I'm just like just I'm calm now. Please fix it. Please fix it. I won't I won't I won't lose my top. Okay. Well I was I was piggybacking in going, That stupid Fourth of July patch kicked my butt kicked our butts. I heard so many people the lag was ridiculous, the stupid timeout errors. I'd hit join server, type in the password, and it would trick me. It'd be like loading and it and then it would load me into the game. I'd look around for two seconds, boom, kick me back out. And it'd be like, You lost connection to the server host. And it would do it like five or six times. Like in ugh, so annoying. So so far with this last, I think they just hammered us with updates yesterday. So, so far, I, I noticed a big difference now. I didn't get those errors and my lag hadn't been as bad. But, oh my god, it was lag city. Anybody else have that craziness? Yeah, I had a bunch of lag logging in. I mean, I didn't have any problems with getting kicked or anything. But it would take forever for the lag to settle down. Oh, I got several crashes. I had to validate each and every time. Otherwise, I could not get back into the game. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I totally forgot that. I Every day for the past week, I've had to validate my files at least once a day. Because wow. it was so stupid. And I'd always have it be like, you have three files that they had to replace or something. Same. So, yeah, it was re- and it's so weird how it's so hit and miss, too. So, but yeah, I was not a happy camper. But we are happy campers and mate boosted. We're still <laughs> talking about what we love in game right now. So, Raze, what are you loving in game right now? Uh, if a koala would leave it alone. Uh, our great community and the nonstop ways you can get more in game. I ascended engrams, tougher, higher level dinos, and a sense of satisfaction with every new upgrade piece of gear you require. So, like, I find this with a lot of survival games, you get to a point where there's no way to get better gear. You have the top of the line, AKs, whatever. The The great thing about ARC is that you have different levels, and the higher levels are not something you can learn easily. You have to go out and find the blueprints. Um, and I find that extremely satisfying when I feel like, you know, what am I going to do today? I don't really know what I'm going to do. And then it's like, well, I could go out and search for, you know, these upgraded pieces of gear that would help me out. Um, the other thing would be, you know, I just love the community that I found with you guys. And it just, it's nice going from survival games where it was a toss up whether I was getting stabbed in the back and 95% of the time I was getting stabbed in the back. And just finding a good amount of people who are just willing to help and just chill and learn who you actually are is just fantastic. I love you guys, and I love the server. Oh, thank you, Ray. Appreciate it, man. Even the SPS shield. Sticking your head under my arms and going, Give me a noogie. P.U. I'll give noogies. I do use deodorant. I mean, I show love by giving noogies. Yeah. I, that's exactly it. It's, yeah, I'm not very affectionate, you know, I'm not going to give you a hug, but I'll give you a noogie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Hey, I'm a hugger. You're, you don't have a choice. I'm bigger than you. You're gonna hug me, damn it. <laughs> Forced hug. Speaking hmm. of big things, City, tell us what is what you are doing in game right now. Oh man, I am so glad the biome change is finally done. I know it seems like it's uh, no big deal to a lot of people, but man, it just screwed me up for a long, 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 long time. And then they delayed it, but now it's all done. And I'm happy, and all of my industrial equipment was saved. Um, all the changes happened right around all my big equipment. Some of my uh, uh, buildings that I took down, it's a good thing I did that, but I saved all the components. Um, now, I think Jeremy owes me some Northern Lights. That would be really cool. Ooh. Oh yeah. That'd be amazing. That would be. I want to say that it, I felt so good, and I, Fo and I were talking about when the Redwoods first came in, we were like, oh, City picked a really awesome place to build, and Fo's like, he totally deserves it, you know, because it's such a gorgeous little mm -hmm. area. Well, well picked, buddy. I'm going to be, I'm going to be pulling all those big gates down here pretty quick as well, too, because it, I think that area needs to be um, left open, and I know nobody has said anything, but uh, I think the way that it's that everybody is building in there and everything that you don't need to capture off all that stuff like i did and just so everybody knows in our tribe i will be taking those down like i did over on the uh on the beachhead there well i hope you leave up that bridge across that waterfall that That's was awesome. awesome yeah just oh, yeah, yeah. Bridge, but it's, it's just going to be the uh, behemoth gates so i'm going to take them all out i hope you come up with some other protection with the bush people coming oh yes just do what you need to do city we it's your you deserve it you you waited forever in your little your, <laughs> your broken little boat broken yeah boat. broken down raft <laughs> i was living on my boat and everything. oh god <laughs> so that's awesome yeah me and Ray's were on my uh, pvp server by the way if you have the chops come on over you don't i put the link in the show notes at the end so um Yes, yeah, so we tested out the uh, Titanosaur. And? Yeah, uh, I got some images in the show notes um, of the Titanosaur. Holy and crap. We made a monster. This thing is disgusting, and we even came up with an attack plan and everything. Um, so we made a... Um... Hold on, let me so when it was all said and done, it was about 9 by 6 foundations big. And um, it had, I think, like um, 40 plants, maybe, or 25 to 30, something like that. It was, it was above 25 plants. It was 40 plants, and um, and it had six ballistas. Uh, ballista, no, six. It had six ballista, four catapults, um, and the thing was just a beast. It just basically walked over anything that it came in its path. The way we were able to kind of cheat the system is we are over the building limit on it. Um, the plant X's don't count as structures until they're fully grown. Yeah. So you build wow. everything first, and then you put the plant X's in. Um, that way you can go over the um, structure limit, which we found out was 400. Yeah, we had to mess around with the uh, structure a bit. We had to like remove a couple of foundations take off some of the ceiling but after you mess with it and you could really fine-tune this thing just to be a walking 
monster. Just throwing out so much firepower. It's more than a walking base. It's crazy. The walking fortress of hate and anger. So is it dead now? Because it's, it's dead on now. Your old I let it die. Okay. I let it die anyway. I let it oh, die okay. anyway. It was too much of a mega beast. So I um walked around and I did smash a couple of houses with it. I had to try it out. And it literally uh-huh. does about 2,900 damage to everything around it. So Damn. every stomp is doing like 2,900 damage to like 10 to 15 things around it at one time. Wow. You have a choice of front with the left click or the back with your right click. Yeah, so they you can, can step do- in the back or the front. You can do 10 attacks straight without a break before it runs out of stamina. Um, so you can smash any base to bits. You can go through three or four walls if they're stone and without it even getting tired. Wow. Impressive. That is awesome. And you said um, that the rope ladder... The oh, rope and ladder is amazing. Yeah, the rope ladder is... Because it's so high, whenever you jump off this thing, you lose almost all your health. Oh my. So I had the bright idea to be like, why don't we try a rope ladder? And Phil was like, I don't know if we can do that. So at first we tried it off a platform and it worked. You can, or we did it off a foundation and a ceiling. Um, then we found out you can just straight off do it right off of the damn platform. So you don't even have to put anything special for it. Wow, that's cool. The only thing with the rope ladder is it does count against your structure limit. Um, so when building this walking monstrosity, um, you want to use the rope ladder. Um, when you are getting close to completion, um, put everything in the dyno that you need to put down, like your ballistas and such. Um, then destroy the rope ladder, piece by piece, preferably. If not, you can just destroy it at the top, and everything else will fall. And the cool thing is, if you put, like, a long rope ladder, you could put it as long as you want, and the whole thing will, like, roll up, which is which I yes. thought was really cool. Yeah, it, we, we put it literally from the top of this thing all the way to the bottom, and it would roll up into a nice little neat package. Oh, Very nice. nice. So we got smash? rid of it oh, ultimately, sorry. though, because it just took up too many structure points. I'd rather have some more catapults than a yeah. ladder. I'll take That's some damage saying, like, when I jump off. Uh, I would put it. I would use it only when you're building it, and once it's starting to be finished, just take it off and start using RGs to fly up and down. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we also had two... Oh, and that's another thing. I put, on this thing, I put about six Argies, I put eight Petras, and about 12 Bears. Wow. In pens (laughs) on the back of it. So not only are you rolling up to someone's base, if you have a full tribe on this thing, you could literally walk up to the gate, open the doors, and just pour these dinos over their gates. Yeah, I've, I've right into the base. Back. Awesome. The back right at the rear had two gates. You could fill to the brim with sabers, bears, whatever you wanted. Open the door, and you can flood them over the wall. You can literally just push them over the wall. And so now you have a safe Titanosaurus with a, a front line behind their wall, causing mayhem, and your Titanosaurus is that much safer. Wow. Fire. Very impressive. Yeah, and plus indeed. you have catapults shooting and and a bunch of stuff shooting off the back. People with long neck rifles. It's it's crazy. It's it's super cool. I I think it's it's a perfect thing to add to take on 
the alpha tribe if you're trying to like unseat them from the alpha spot. I think it's a nice little thing where if your tribe takes the time to knock one of these downs, which we all know is a chore. Yes. But it's worth it if you're going to take on the alpha tribe. Even if you only have it for like 16 hours, it's totally worth it. It brings so much power to their base. It is how you seize power of a server. You put three tribes on here who are beta tribes, even Charlie tribes, and you will destroy. You can destroy two tribes straight up before that thing dies. It is a disgusting weapon. Now, mind you, you have to do that, you know, on like the off hours because if the alpha does catch wind, if I was them, I would be stopping you from like making that team. You would never make that team. Right. Um, that reminds me, it does swim. It can swim. Um, it's super, It's a bad swimmer, but it can swim. It can swim. Um, the thing I would recommend is going to the point where you're still barely able to touch the bottom, so it's walking at a decent clip, um, but it hides a lot of what you have on it. Um, so all of a sudden you have this gigantic base coming out of the water right up to your front door. Like yes, Godzilla. Yeah, it's like Godzilla. Awesome. On the previous uh, podcast, not the mini podcast, I had talked about, or there was mention of the leeches and bug repellent, and I had heard if anyone had tested it, so I decided I was going to test it out. And uh, not only did it work on me, but it worked on my uh, my wolf that I was running around the, because uh, I had fed the wolf some bug repellent as well, so we were both permeated with the bug repellent and no leeches, so... It was a really good test, except for an unexpected cost, which I'll talk about later. Lee, you have something to share for the Vermuki. Yeah. Flapping has died. Uh, my RG that I've had the longest, even longer than Maven, who died in the Carno Island fiasco. It was uh, kind of sad. Um, I was placing loot crates... Uh, around the island for players. I was hiding, um, uh, just like I said, loot crates. I was sticking full sets of Ascendant uh, Riot gear in them. And I had logged out, not logged out, I tabbed out of the game so that I could uh, look up the console command for the storage box. And when I tabbed back in, I was on the ground being attacked by a swarm of like a thousand Meganura. And uh, yeah, it's all because I all tabbed out while I was floating over the swamp. I didn't even think about it. Oh, wow. Yep. So... Man. Yeah, and I wasn't gone that long. I was gone for maybe 30 seconds. I tabbed out, you know, copied the the command, tabbed back in, and I was fighting for my life. And when oh. I was finally free, yeah, I found a satchel on the ground with my bird's name on it. Aww. Yeah. You've so lost I guess, a lot of animals on that server, haven't you? <laughs> Oh, it's your, it was on the island. Oh, that was on the island? Yeah. I was going to say, it seems like on the center, you're always, like, something's always happening, but... Oh, yeah, wow. on the center, I'm losing stuff all the time, because I kind of treat my animals like they're disposable, but... Oh. <laughs> on the island, I'm like, you know, oh. I've had that, I had that RG since, like, the second day I started playing. Damn. Oh, man. It's just, it's just humbling, and shows you that, you know, 30 seconds of not paying attention can cost you dearly. Yeah. Sucks. Well, I thought I was flying high enough above the trees, and I was like, okay, well, I can hover here for the few seconds it's going to take for me to tab out and tab back in. Right. No. No. Some... I logged back in, and like I said, I was fighting for my life, and I saw a message pop up, like, in global chat. Actually, I think it was you, Ray's. It was like, oh, who lost their RG? Uh, yeah, it was me. I was like, who lost their RG? And you were like, no. No way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. Yeah. For some reason, I get attached to like certain flyers because they're like your main mode of transportation. Yeah, me too. They are. I felt that w when I lost my first uh, Quetzal to that Giga, and then the second time I was over it, I was just pissed off. Well, Quetzals are a whole nother story because they're so hard to get, especially if you, like you were saying earlier, manage to solo tame yours, and you're like, man, that was so hard to get, and then it levels up, and then if the thing disappears, almost you're almost inconsolable after that. Yeah, I, w I adopted mine, so I kind of cheated, but still. It still felt bad, man. feels bad, man. Well, it sounds like the Mega Neuros are giving everybody issues, because Smash also has a Mega Neuro problem. Yeah, I, uh, during that uh, bug repellent test, I was running around on my uh, Dire Wolf, and I didn't realize that uh, my new favorite, RG, which I adopted from Hulk, and i just been, ever since the adoption, that's been my main uh, source of transportation. I've gotten really attached to that one. Well, it was still on follow on the highest setting. So I'm running around the swamp, not being killed by anything, oh. uh, and I'm killing everything in sight. Well, the bird's on passive, it's on high follow, so I don't even see it until all of a sudden the message pops up, your Hermes has been killed by a Meganura. And I look back, and there's a, a bag with tons of Meganura. I'm going, son oh of a... So that was almost a rage quit moment because I was thoroughly, thoroughly pissed at myself and thoroughly pissed at the bugs. Not happy. That's rough, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> a very good reason always to check if you have something on follow. Just in case. Right. Like when you had a freaking Illumined's entire dino parade on follow <laughs> all over the island that's still Okay, that oh, was no. hilarious. That oh is funny. God. There was no losses there. <laughs> yeah, so I you remember, can look back and laugh. Oh my god. I remember like the first week I was playing, I was out gathering stone with my little primitive little hatchet. And all of a sudden, along comes this caravan with Luminan at the head. And he's got his—he's riding his T-Rex, and he's got another following him. And then there's a couple of Carnos, and then there's a couple of Brontos with platforms on their back. Right. And then there's a whole parade of little small dinos. And I'm like, holy crap, man! <laughs> he's, and he's like, oh, I'm just traveling. I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Taking them all of our trip. Yeah. I've gotten used to just hitting you before I leave base. Yes. If I don't, things tend to just follow me and die. Oh, yes. It is crazy. But we're going to move into Last Call with an intro from Midnight Lady. It's closing time. Pack up all those dinos and head out into the real world. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can. Stay here. I don't want to have to love right now. I don't want you to have to love right now. But it's closing time. And a rated artist ready to pull the plug. I wanted to offer our listeners a chance to make up some of our intros for us. Um, so if you want to send in an intro for some of our segments, 15 to 20 seconds long, please no profanity, no copyrighted oh, music, cool. 
please send to our email, ratedark at gmail.com, and like a MP3 or an MP4, whatever, you can send it to us, um, maybe through Dropbox, whatever. Um, some of the intros that we currently need or we would like for you to have some fun creating for the damn e-key segment, loot drop, last call, alpha tips, mate boosted, any of those, have fun with it. Don't have to be perfect, just have fun. So um, yeah, I thought that'd be pretty cool to do. We gotta play Nine Inch Nails. Uh, or do you like an animal? <laughs> oh my boosted? god! <laughs> I was thinking yeah. of the the Star Incorporated song, but that works too. Crazy. So also, <laughs> I added in Foe's PvP server has a new vibe again. So, uh, but I'm putting the info to the blog post that's on our nook there that has all of his information, and it's also on our ratedark.podbean.com side link. So I hooked it in there too. So, do you want to say a little thingy about your PvP server? Your reborn, reborn, reborn server? I know, it's been through a lot of changes, but we're going to hang out with this for a while. I might bring back the uh, the Primitive Plus when it's more of like an official mod. Yeah. we. So, I guess for anybody who doesn't know what happened, um, you just... It would take us like 20 minutes or more to log in to the server because it would have to re-download the entire conversion <laughs> every time you wanted to log into his PvP server and it was ridiculous. Even more than that. Um, it was so long. They would do rollbacks and yeah. it would be rollbacks of like more than a day and it was happening like like um, two times a month and it was getting crazy. So I was like, you know what, once they make it official and it's officially done, then we could revisit that at a later time. Yep. So. So now Just it's on the bad. island, and you have, um, you said you wanted to be a fast, more fast-paced PvP. You yes. added some fun mods with some fun weapons. Yeah, more weapons, um, and just more fast-paced. And if, and I'm making the, uh, Redwoods the, uh, focal point. So if you want to come and fight it out for the Redwoods, come on over and see if you have the chops. That's right. And you better, it's just new, so get in there and stake your claim. It's public, no passwords. Come in and kick some butt and uh, make your little kingdoms. And also, from our uh, island Crossroom Rebellion, um, the Bush people have set their eyes on our PvE island server. And the last word we've received was they are set to arrive around July 16th. So just, you might want to uh, check out our forums and find out more information on that. Anybody else have anything before we... Have some fun with some would you rathers and call it a show. Shout would out you to rathers. all the fellow arkers and survivors who love to play ark. Yep, yep. All right, would you rather, foe? You want to get us started? We had fun the other day and we felt guilty because we we left a lot of you out. So we thought we Sad might. Sad face. We thought you we might. Um, we know you were invited. You just don't pay attention to shit. So <laughs> I was working honestly. I <laughs> didn't. Totally I got invited. the invite while I was at work, and it was too late by the time I got home. No, well, it now was now a long time before that. Um, so, we have our Would You Rathers, and Foe has a couple down. Would you rather be able to enter your favorite video game and become that character, or have the video game become reality and you could still be the same character? I'd rather enter the game as long as I can come back out when I want to. Agreed. I love Dark Souls, so there's no fucking way I'm doing the second one. <laughs> God no! <laughs> That's just brutal over and over again. 
Yeah, no thanks. I, I'll take the first one where I can leave when I'm frustrated and sore. It's a nice vacation. Don't want to live there. Now here's the question. Now what if you couldn't either. leave though? What if you I couldn't was... go back and forth? You had to pick on either A, you go in there by yourself and that's and that's and that's your reality, I I would assume, or B, you could have it just become the world's reality and you could hang with all your friends and family and make it their problem too. Ah oh, yes, I want that. See with that added information I kinda lean towards B. Right, me too. Now if you for choice A, if you go into your game and you die, you're done. There's no uh, no respawning or anything. Depends on or your game. Or would you essentially be immortal? It depends on the game. I so think if it's Dark gonna... Souls, you're screwed. Yeah, if you're immortal. <laughs> so you're stuck in a freaking loop. I'm living in World of Warcraft, so I'm bringing Azeroth to my real world. That's what I'm doing. I but wish there I could say WoW was my favorite. Well, see, I'm thinking Fallout. I'm thinking about the Fallout universe. That could be really crappy, though. I love I love my family and friends too much. I couldn't put them through Dark Souls every single day. I'll take A by myself. I'd rather suffer by myself than to drag everybody down with me. Plus, as it's a game and you know it's a game, you can start gaming the system to your advantage if you're stuck with A. Plus, I know all the cheats, so, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, but if so, you go into it and it's like real life, there is no console for you to open and put in cheats. Neither is there in B. <laughs> Might as well take A. Yeah. <laughs> It all depends on how the game's set up, if it's still a game at that point. <laughs> well, I'm assuming it becomes your new reality. Duh. Well, from the way he worded it, it seems like you're still in the game, but you're stuck there as that character. So then you would manipulate the game as if you were outside the game, since you all know, you know all the game rules. Uh, but if it became your reality, that would be definitely different. I'm going to choose to stay in this reality and continue to play my games like they're games. Agreed. Me Please, too. Thank you. Way safer. How about you, Fowl? I don't know. Um, I would, I would bring the reality to everybody. Sorry, guys. I mean, I'm bringing it to you. Everybody's coming with me. Buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Well, Which game are you thinking? Game? Um, I was thinking maybe doing like a World of Warcraft or something okay similar that. to that. I would have to yeah, put I'm some like real that. thought into that. I'd be that. madder than hell at you, dude, to be stuck well, in such a crappy graphics world. <laughs> Hey, no, but hey, I'm thinking World of Warcraft because yeah. everybody beautiful. in your family could like pick a class. Yeah. So you're not hamstringing them to like any one thing. It's already it's an MMO. I'd yeah, prefer the can... Fallout universe to that. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. I'd rather be stuck what? in World of Warcraft to be honest. You'd rather be Help. in put your family through an apocalypse. Jeez. An apocalypse world. Well, dude, yeah. you don't know like, my family. A world with life. <laughs> 75% of the time, I want to, I want World of Warcraft to be my reality anyway. So I right? only do a pretty decent job of surviving in Fallout 4 universe, I think. So nobody oh. wanted to live in Ark, is that what you guys are saying? God, no! <laughs> Actually, I would do Ark. Think about it, if you had the ability just to, like, build stuff, just, like, throw walls oh, up. Oh, yeah. That would be true. cool, yeah. And then yeah. a Giga shows up and wrecks your entire I would life. want mine to be a modded Ark, though. I don't want just the, oh, yeah. the meat and potato boring... Everybody runs around with little short hair and like every. And it's Everyone's and you're essentially is immortal. Yeah, give me Q hair mod respond, with that. So. Yeah, I have, don't even know how to use the Q hair mod. That's for something different. We'll talk about that later. How about you, like... Iron? What did you, what was your choice? This is hard. I mean, I think I might actually go to go for B, but I'm I'm between my two classic favorites of Elder Scrolls. Good one. And Halo. Yes. Ooh. And I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards Halo. Bring it to reality. That could just be 
I, that would be my dream. <laughs> I'm down. I've listened to all the audiobooks on Halo and World of Warcraft. I'm a nerd. Yep, like, bring it to reality. I would, I'm in. Full bore. Dude, what's, really, Johnson. what's really interesting is, anytime you go with B, it really has to be kind of a multiplayer game, or at least multiple people can play, whereas if it's A, it's like, well, you're kind of going with a single player anyway. Yeah. Right. So what's your second one, Mr. Foe? Okay, would you rather always feel like you like you have to sneeze but you never do it so you're about to sneeze but you just don't <laughs> or you can never um snap your knuckles so B. your knuckles can never be cracked b i don't snap my knuckles anyway i don't have to so b yeah i know a lot of people that well. before they do anything they like snap their knuckles they always really? have to crack their knuckles yeah that's me before they but... sit down and tie before they do anything they just like crack it like 10 times a day yeah, oh, I, crack, wow. I crack my knuckles like basically every 10 minutes, but even still, I'd rather go with B because having to sneeze and not being able to is the worst feeling in the world when it happens once every three days. <laughs> every single second of my life, I would probably blow my own brains out. Yeah, you couldn't concentrate on anything, man. That's, that's, a, yeah. I've got You've a brilliant... got a sick mind for thinking that one up, fuck. Yeah, that's... Terrible. It is terrible. I would have to go with it. Like, it'd be like running around having to take a crap all the time, but never being able to take a crap. <laughs> that should have been B. So, you know what? Let's make that B. No! Okay. no. Let's no. make that B. <laughs> Since right everybody's so. <laughs> no one cracks their knuckles here. Let's make that B. Nope. Too late. Too late. That's for next. <laughs> that's for the next one you'd rather. We've already established two, and B has been decided. <laughs> Can you imagine the world if everybody was either walking around with their face all scrunched up like like they're about to sneeze or hopping around on their feet? Okay, try this. Dookie. <laughs> try this. Would you rather always need to pee and can't or always need to poop and can't? Oh. A. Oof. It have to be A, dude. I guess yeah. I have to do the pee-pee dance, man. I enjoy pooping way too much. Pee hurts <laughs> more if you hold it, I think, than You're screwed either way. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with Esme. Nah, like, I've There's never like gotten involved. off of a train on the way to work <laughs> mid-ride to pee. But I've gotten off a train mid-ride to work for number two. I yeah. destroyed a Vietnamese oh restaurant's God. bathroom one time. <laughs> On the oh, way to work, it was one of those, oh you don't gotta go, it just hits you out of you nowhere. You, just Like someone sucker punched gonna... you right in the gut. Oh, no, it's, you, it just sneaks up on you, man. It's, yeah, it's sometimes bad, it just dude. sneaks See, up I'm, on I'm, you. I have my body thing... like trained. I go in the morning almost after, right after this I get up in the morning. Me. So... You know, I never have to yeah, me have a too, surprise, but Dookie. Like sometimes you just have no, that bubble gut out of nowhere. You know, no one plans a bubble gut. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Man, I'm one of those weird people who can't crap on a public toilet. That's I just can't sit on a public is. toilet. I, I'm not I can't do it. It's, oh, I'm, I'm in it. it. I'll put some toilet paper me. down on the seat. And destroy it, I'm apparently. Yeah. Apparently. I'll, I'll hover. I will I knock even, the hinges down. I don't even down. need to touch, I can dude. just see porcelain exploding out from under you. Oh, so, by the way, God. that that number two cost me 12 bucks oh, because I had to get off the train, so I had to pay to get back on the train, and I had to buy something from this Vietnamese restaurant because they wouldn't let me use the bathroom unless I was a customer. So, I just picked, like, the first thing on the menu, which was, like, 10 bucks. Wow. <laughs> Apparently, well worth the money. I, they guarantee they have my picture up because I'm probably never allowed in that place again. Or they named a meal after you. You never know. Something. I definitely made people move from the back of the restaurant to the front, for sure. Take, take, puts a whole new meaning to the term poo-poo platter, eh? Oh, it was no. bad. 
It was you know, it was a bad one. Oh god, you know what would be really bad if he goes back to that Vietnamese restaurant, they do have his picture up, and he reads the name of what they put it with. He has a bad connotation, but it's a big seller, so it's like, who do we go with here? Are they happy with him or are they mad with him? <laughs> Whatever oh, it is, I better get a free plate of it because it's my oh picture. My god. <laughs> wow. All right, Esme, let's, get, let's hear is, yours. Would you rather have your thoughts broadcasted so that everyone will mm -mm. always know what you were thinking while you were thinking it, or never be allowed to wear clothes but keep your thoughts to yourself? B. Easy B. Yeah. So easy B. B. You'd uh, all want to run around yeah. naked? Oh, you know yeah. how, I don't want you people know? knowing what I'm thinking all the time. <laughs> you know how many I know. times I wouldn't like, survive like two days. I'd be I'm shy. moving to a nudist colony. That's where I'm moving to. <laughs> I, would, I would be in a mental facility for the amount of people I want to kill in my head. Are you kidding me? Oh my yeah, god. You have no, no control of your thoughts. I you think have so random many mean things with so many random people that I see, I would just be. <laughs> I'd get my ass kicked. Or First of all, men have sexual thoughts like every like half minute, almost. Yeah, so it would dude. just be like younger, it's like every ten on the train going to work. It would be so rude. Oh my god! You know what's bad when you look over next next to somebody's grandmother and go, "Eh, I probably would." Oh god. And Granny goes, That's Thank true. You. What if you go visit your friend's house and it's like his mom's kind of good? Like you, you can't. It would just be like you can't. <laughs> Damn, your mom's well, a I'd never have oh, any wait. other. I would never have friends again, dude. It'd be over. So basically, what we're saying is all men are being beneficial to women by not letting you hear our thoughts. <laughs> For sure. Exactly. But doesn't need to hear it. Alrighty. There's your answer, Esme. You there you ask go. the question. Yeah. There's your answer. Universal. <laughs> okay, so does Esme go with A or B since all the men yeah, have gone with B? Once Fo brought up the um, nudist colony, I, I was I'm leaning more towards the nowhere and close them because you'd be among your people, so it really wouldn't Absolutely. matter. So I like that loophole, so I'm gonna roll that way too. Every every day but would I, be I'm like the show naked and thoughts, afraid. So I don't. I'm not afraid of my thoughts. Everybody else should be. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know you think you're not. I but there's definitely thoughts you have. I think you know what I mean, like. It could be I, the unconscious thoughts. You're not even actively yeah, thinking exactly. about it. Yeah, that's the worst. Uh, yeah. Mm. Th yeah, those are going to be far worse than anything you can actively so think of. Or like that, like, cashier, it takes forever to count your change. We all know I have this experience. Matter. Uh, that person would have been destroyed mentally by the thoughts that were going through my head when it took him forever, like 20 oh, minutes to get a $100 bill. I work in no, customer service. Because you were no like, way. she's stroking my beard. Like, you would be thinking She all was that. digging my beard. Yeah, and, you're... <laughs> oh, she said it. But the whole thing is, the things I was saying in my head about her intellect would have just crushed her spirit, I think. <laughs> Do you think it would force you to be a better person over no. time? I definitely if, would. I think it would. If you kept seeing the reactions of people, yeah, that it really would. Thought, I think you would. I think I, you would be brought to the line. Like I think what? you try, but again, those mm -hmm. unconscious thoughts are going to keep popping up. Yeah, it'd be I harder. You'd learn to mask your thoughts. You'd probably yeah. be walking around going la 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 la. Yeah, or like hey. I was thinking, just like listening <laughs> to music. I mean, just like you have the nudist colony loophole, you can just I do like be the a hermit and just loophole. like be online all the time. Can they hear you like over the internet? Probably not. Yeah, but here's the thing: like you, you're not you're not even looking at the benefits of people here thinking of your thoughts. Like you would never have to worry about talking to a girl that you were like super 
No, but you would, you know, you you, you wouldn't be nervous. You're being a little shy, and you're like, oh, it's so cute. He likes me, and then the thoughts come up like, what? He wants to bend me where and do what? What the hell? <laughs> no, this, it's like my toes go where? I don't understand what this means. You're into what now? I know. <laughs> it's like, now, sorry, it my thumb is not everybody? going there. Like, does everybody broadcast their thoughts? Because in that situation, you would no, not. No, just you. you. Just you. Okay. Your thoughts broadcasted so that everyone will always know what you are thinking. Hey, with B, you'd be much, much more keen to being fit. Just yeah, saying. that's true. <laughs> yeah, so B. Is that you? I think that's also unanimous. Same so. How about, did you say iron? Yeah. You were B. My, well, not necessarily. My initial thought straight away is, oh, definitely B. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I'm just crazy enough. For short term, it might be interesting to do A. <laughs> 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 just, just to make things a little interesting. Like a trial period? Uh, yeah, yeah, like a trial period. <laughs> the, the, like, I'm not, I, I wouldn't want to live my whole life that way, but it would be freaking interesting. Especially Rent if I didn't have. Then? Well, no, like if I didn't, if it was in an area I didn't live, like if I was on, like if I was on a business trip for a week, this happened to me. You're vacationing. Yeah, I mean, it would it would be like almost freeing. I think just be like, whew, there it all is. Wait, y'all y'all don't do pay <laughs> anyway when you're on a vacation. This is what I really think about you. Yeah. I'm leaving. Would it not be an amazing filter? Like, could you imagine how badass pe the people that actually stuck around you were? Because oh, they, yeah. they think you're amazing no matter all the stupid things that you thought about. Like, that might yeah. be the ultimate filter. Like, the ultimate... That would be... Yeah. Like, if the you garbage still have is friends, taking the garbage out kind of a thing, Yeah, that would be the long-term thing. The short-term is going to be chaos. I love yeah, if you still had friends, really like, after a... Me. If you still had friends after a month, those are freaking awesome, you can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ratedarc on Twitter. Uh oh. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at ratedarc.podbean.com. <laughs>